If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adeoye Jr. What's up, Tim? Nothing much, Bless. And rounding out our crew today, it's the Nitro Rifle himself, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon, everybody. Great afternoon to everyone indeed, especially Greg Miller, who's not with us because he's at jury duty. And our lives are just, you know, we come back from the break, right? We think we have a hold on something. We think everything's good. Storms (laughs) left and right. Leaks left and right. Just disasters across. Everyone's getting sick. Bomb cyclones. Pineapple Express. Utter disaster. And then, oh, guess what? We're good jury duty. So we're trying our best here. But Greg is here in spirit. Today we are doing our Metacritic predictions for 2023. Greg submitted all of his uh, predictions, his numbers. So we we do have some input from Greg Miller, the ghost of Greg Miller out there. But go send some sweet, nasty love to Greg because I'm sure he's not having a great day right now. Could you imagine, like, defending yourself in the court of law and you turn to your left and you see Greg Miller just sitting there? Greg's face. (laughs) That scary, scary face. Like, Cole is sitting on his lap. Yeah, I, Ben is walking around the what, what, what I what I've sort of suggested is that we just we leave a lot of printed out photos of him at his worst, maybe with the Batman symbol shaved into his chest. That, that's maybe, his worst. Maybe the, him the, tombstoning the, the child. Yes, we put yeah. the we just leave we print out photos. We leave them there at the court, and they just see it. They're just like, oh, that's this guy's like, oh, not this guy. Send here. him home, yeah. Barrett. Uh, when you when you get back to the computer, there, can you pull up Greg's Twitter? Because uh, I would like to show uh, an image that Greg posted. Because Greg's already starting this campaign himself, Andy. I don't know if you saw. I did, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he's he's doing the best that he can to not do his civic duty and be yeah. here. You Imagine know? being a kind of funny best friend, and mm-hmm. that was your day in court that day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was your case. Like you jaywalked, and like, like oh, yeah. son of a bitch. Like, oh, oh, and so you look, and you see Greg Miller. You're like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> I, I listen to you. Oh my yeah. god, this man is not right. He, the tweet says, "I'm on my jury duty lunch break, but it's looking more and more likely that they're going to let this man decide someone's fate." And it is a Corey Cudney gif of Greg with Joker makeup laughing, and God, it. Was I this can hear this image? Was this makeup edited in, or no, was this no. makeup that he? No, oh, that was this, real. Oh no, he wore it one day. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. Was, was this Batman and in review? Maybe, let, and then he kept it for uh, what was that? Cuckoo in review. Um, yeah, conjuring, yeah, conjuring, yeah. In conjuring in review, and he just uh, kept that makeup handy for that. You know, was that the same makeup for the Ronald McDonald? Was that the same day, or is that? No, these are all different things. Ah, oh, shit. That's, no. that's Greg Miller for you. Well, you know what? This is the kind of funny games cast for you. We're each and every week, we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. Of course, we like to do that on YouTube.com slash games and podcast services around the globe. Just search for kind of funny games cast and we'll be right there for you. Got a whole bunch of really cool stuff coming up soon. Some reviews, some previews, some other things that we do here on this show, um, all of that and so much more. If that sounds interesting to you, guess what? I have the deal of the century. Patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go. You can get the show ad free. You can watch live as we record it, just like our Patreon producer Delaney Twining is right now. Shout out to you. I saw that uh, they were saying this is their second live show they were able to catch on Patreon in the last two days. So that's awesome. 
That's Welcome awesome. In. We had a fantastic wow. kind of funny podcast yesterday that you should go check out. Snowbike Mike joined us to just bring us his own Mike goodness. You know what I mean? I know you guys know what you, I mean. You want to hear Mike talk about his sweet yams? For an excessive amount of time. Excessive amount Andy, of time. Andy, you missed out on no less than an hour of Nick and Mike going back and forth of like, I, I'm bringing the, fuck, what was it? I'm blanking now. I'm bringing the yams and I'm bringing the, the fuck. I didn't miss out because I, I get it all. I get it every day anyway. Yeah. Like I, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. In fact, that would have just been an extra serving, and I, I'm full. Sweet potato. Thank you, Roger. Thank you. Nick's going to bring the sweet potatoes. And then Mike <laughs> talked about what he wants on his thigh tattoo. Yeah. Yep. So. He wants a thigh tattoo blessing that just says, fuck you. Oh, I, I heard, I've yeah. heard this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, he was asking Roger about it, and Roger's like, no, don't, don't do that. But, but at the beginning of today's stream, we had a special stream today. It was our 500th stream. And we decided to thank you, thank you. We de- we decided to um to join the lands between and have Nick join us in Elden Ring with this new co-op mod. It's a co-op mod that came out last year, and it's a mod that allows you all to just kind of run around together without summoning and all the bullshit that most uh, FromSoft games have with co-op. Um, and while we were creating the character, Mike shows up and shaved his mustache, and I'm like, God fucking yeah. damn it! I created your character with a mustache. <laughs> But anyway, but, uh, you know, Nick asks, what's the plan? Are you going to grow back the beard? Or are you going to do the goatee? And Mike is like, oh, we'll see. You know, we got time. I can grow back in. And um, we'll, we'll, we have time to kind of, like, f- you know, fixate on a look and find the right look. And I was like, Mike, like, you're acting like you have a PR agent being like, we got to figure out what's going to be on the action figure for you whenever you we time. make the What does like, that mean? What, just like, living that, your life? He just so desperately the, wants a thing. persona. But here's the thing. The closest <laughs> thing he has to a manager telling him, like, we need to figure out the look of this toy is you making his look in Elden Ring and then him actively going against the designed look. He just shaved it immediately. It's just unbelievable. It I is just, unbelievable. Andy, where could people find that if they wanted to see it? YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, that's where the whole VOD is up right there. We got a. We created Nick. We created me and Mike. I, I worked really, really hard to get us all super accurate to how we look. Um, Nick, the whole time running around, just naked, wearing gloves. Hold on. I just oh, want to let you know. Snowbike Mike and Cool Greg just and both the music busted played. in the studio. <laughs> and music started playing like a fucking <laughs> like WWE like entrance theme. <laughs> hey, did you need me? Were we, were we talking about me? And no, I'm just greatness? talking about you shaving your mustache and ruining the whole look but for Elden gets Ring. It. Blessing gets it. I actively said I didn't like it. Blessing was like, Mike, I'm glad that you're exploring your look, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I asked you why you shaved. <laughs> <laughs> Grow back your facial hair. <laughs> it's too clean. Unless oh, it gets man. it, though. <laughs> Everything about that was fantastic. And I'm sure the stream was as well. I do want to uh, give a shout-out real quick. The boys have been killing it on the, the streaming side of things recently. Like, I feel like this year there's been a, a new energy trying to, like, make the, the daily Twitch streams more premium content. Like, I don't know the right way to phrase it. That might not be right. But, like, like more focused, more produced, more like, like, like let's, hey, let's, let's make something. Let's do something, mm-hmm. not just hang out. It's like hanging out with a purpose, you know? Right. And I think you've been really crushing it. Um, so you can check out all those. The, the videos are on YouTube.com slash games live every day uh, at 11 a.m. So you can check that out on Twitch and YouTube. But uh, the VODs are all up on YouTube. So obviously I know a lot 
lot of people can't watch live, but definitely go check it out. It's, I, I would say that some of these streams aren't what you expect them to be. They're not just like our, how the streams used to be. I do think that there's a, a lot more love and care put into it. So but go it, check out the Elden Ring one for sure, because I know that Andy worked hard on it. For, but I hate it so much here, where it's like the way that Mike is weirdly closer to his camera, <laughs> especially on the day that he shaved. Like, it really just feels like it, it accentuates really focused <laughs> it, in. It accentuates the, the open lot there, yeah. the, the yeah. vacant lot that is there. Why is he always so close to the camera? It really freaks me out. I don't know, man. Why is his chair all the way up whenever he sits on the set? <laughs> he sticks know? out his tongue in the vod. That looked perfect. <laughs> you nailed Nick's <laughs> hair. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. The hawk, man. Oh, thank you. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, if you don't have dollars to toss our way on Patreon, that's cool. When you're on the Epic Game Store, use our Epic Creator Code. Kind of funny. And at no extra cost to you, it gets money in our pocket. So that's pretty damn cool. Thank you for all of your support. Um, some housekeeping for you. There's been a lot of cool stuff happening. It's kind of funny. So go check out all of it. Our Game of the Year episode was last week. The Blessing Show was last week. Go check that stuff out. It was fantastic. KFFL is over. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, oh. there's a new KFFL. You can check that out as well on YouTube.com slash kind of real, funny. Real, real bad day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, how do I get uh, K FIFA going? Because uh, I've been on a FIFA kick lately. I'm playing so much FIFA. Um, I, I mean, I'd have to lear- learn what offsides is. Oh, it's easy. You, you, the striker can't be behind the defenders is the thing. When, uh, you, when you pass the ball. Striker. Wolverine. Yeah. Mario. <laughs> Striker. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Mario Strikers, baby. Soccer. Oh, Come on. Guys, yeah. Come on. Mortal Kombat Strikers. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mortal Kombat Strikers. What? Yeah. The, there's a, I believe there's a character. Yeah. Oh, character. Characters. Yeah. Uh, I thought there was a game. Yeah, yeah. We're a fucking mess here. <laughs> Word association, everybody. Kind of funny is best. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're doing it. The topic today K-Kifa? is <laughs> no oh, the Games Cast Metacritic bets for 2023. Um, we're gonna go through a big list of of some of the bigger games. Um, we have a really long list right here. Like I want to say there is 37 different games we have on this list. So we'll talk about it. Some of them we might not talk about as long as others. But I kind of just wanted us to give our, our our predictions on where we think the game is gonna fall. With the Metacritic. Now, of course, for people that don't know, Metacritic is a website that kind of takes, uh, it's an aggregator of a bunch of different review sites and averages all their numbers together to be the one number that kind of represents like the overall vibe. And it can be interesting because you not anybody can just uh, sign up their site to be part of Metacritic. You have to be approved in a bunch of different ways. For example, kind of funny, is not part of the Metacritic scoring. So although we give scores to a lot of games, our score is not part of that. Um, and we don't want it to be at this point in time. So all that is good. Um, and uh, it does mean, though, that some games only have a certain amount of reviews. And some have way more reviews. And if games have more reviews, the chance of them having a lower score is higher. That's just how numbers work. So a lot of things for us to kind of keep in mind as uh, we discuss these potential scores and uh, keep in mind a lot of what we're about to say here. Um, I know this isn't going to get through to everyone listening, but I I hope you can at least try to understand this this isn't necessarily what we think the game is going to be, but what we think people are going to think the game is going to be. The general consensus. General consensus. And this is all pizza bit. But yeah, it's all 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 for all every the pizza. Every single game, every single every single game, every single one game pizza is a, per little pepperoni. Oh, that's a lot of pizzas. Bunch mm-hmm. of little pepperonis. Yeah. So uh, I am really really excited about this. But yeah, if we end up wanting to talk about our own thoughts on uh, what we expect from this, that'd be fun as well. Sure. Um, the first one on the list was Fire Emblem Engage. But hey, guess what? The reviews are already out. It's out. Um, I will say Greg sent in his prediction for uh, this, and he predicted eighty-two. Oh. Currently. 
Guess what Fire Emblem engages on? Oh, Medicare. no. 82? 82. Oh, God. 82. I'm not going to give it to him, though, because we're not going to count he, it. Did he you know? send that he to you cheated. today? I don't know if he cheated or not. If I wouldn't put it past him. Today, that, that's definitely he's in the court up. of law, and he's out there lying. You know what I mean? They do no. They do make people put their hands on the Bibles. Yeah. There. yeah. You can't, you can't that lie. Dude's that dude's hand will burn immediately. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the idea of Greg Miller being unholy is like <laughs> he, he really and is. hilarious. He is. Uh, but okay, let's get right into it. Forspoken, the first big game of the year. Mm. That's fair to say, right? I guess far from the gauge as well. Um, but Forspoken, first like big uh, like triple A game. Yeah. PS5 exclusive here. Um, the buzz going into it, not. That positive, I would say. I'd say it's leaning negative for sure. Um, Greg Miller coming in with a 74 prediction. Mm. I do think that, that is, that's the realm I'm going in. I think that I wouldn't be surprised if Forspoken is better than most people thought it was going to be, but not good enough to set be really special. And I, I'm not even set the world on fire. I don't even think it's going to be getting in the 80 ranges. Like I think that I might even go a little lower. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go 72. Are there are there price or, prices right rules to this or anything? Like if I if I if I bet one dollar <laughs> and you guys all over predict the way we've done it in the past is you only get a point if you nail it. Oh, if you nail it. Oh, okay. You gotta okay. nail it. Okay. All right. That actually puts things in perspective for me. Oh, okay. So he Greg said what 74. 74. You said 72. I'm in that I'm in that same place too, right? I, I think this is going to be an interesting one because the demo's been out. A lot of us have, play, have played the demo, right? And we kind of know where our expectations lie in that. And also, there's the common just conversation people are having about Forspoken that puts it in perspective in terms of, all right, this is where people are going into this game with, right? And for some people, it is positive. I've seen enough people online say that they actually did enjoy that demo, especially when they get when they wrap their minds around the mechanics of it, right? I think one of the issues with the demo is that they didn't tutorialize it well enough. Um, my issues with the demo were mainly I didn't like how that game looked a lot in a lot of the places. Like, I think the environments, there's, like, a lot of greenery in the environments, right? A lot of green, a lot of plant life, a lot of that stuff. And I think, like, it reminds me how Andy talked about the foliage in Horizon Forbidden West when that game came out, where it's, like, a bit much going on and that it kind of it kind of muddies itself when you're exploring the uh in the open world uh now that was fixed by a bug oh was that a bug i, I got I, yeah that was fixed by a bug where um people watching on certain displays or whatever like a lot of people were like oh you just you probably don't have a good enough tv and then it turns out that uh a little bit after that they came out and gorilla mm -hmm. came out and was like hey we we're, we're fixing this bug where there's a lot of visual noise. So that was like an actual visual noise issue yeah. where things looked really noisy. But when I played the demo, I still kind of got that vibe where I was like, there's just a lot going on in this world, but none of it looks particularly super high def, high quality crisp in the way that I'd want it to uh, as I've explored through the world. I didn't really love the the uh, locomotion. And that's been one of the things that's been highly advertised in the trailers, getting from point A to point B, um, the main character doing all these cool tricks and having all this cool magic to get where you need to be, right? Like, playing a game like this for me should feel like I'm playing something like Spider-Man, right? Or something, that a game that really ha that has really cool parkour mechanics to get to where Sonic. you need to go. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic Frontiers. But um, I wasn't a big fan of that Rest either. And then also, like, the combat didn't hit for me. The dialogue and the voice acting didn't hit for me either. Like, Forspoken, if I'm being honest, is just not a game that I'm looking forward to personally but it strikes me as one that just might might hit for certain people depending on what your tastes are so with that 
I'm going to say a 69. Yeah. No, I don't think. A 69. I have this at a 71. Okay. I have four spoken at a 71. I think it's going to get enough eights to bring up that score, but there's going to be plenty of outlets that do give like six and a halfs or six out of tens. Yeah. Um, Because I do think that uh, some of the weaker parts will outweigh the whatever positives there are and i played the demo too i i it took me a while to get into it but by the end of it i found myself a little bit more on the positive side but i agree with blessing where it kind of reminds me of stranger of paradise's demo where it just you know it'll look you know it can look pretty if it's running at its full power but it just looked muddy and kind of like low uh, resolution when a lot of games kind of have a lot of shit on screen they need to show they have like a variable resolution thing where it'll drop your image down from 1440p down to like 920 whatever p and i feel like that happens a lot in in this game and it kind of just results in the game looking a little bit bland even though every trailer we've seen looks amazing because they're usually running those on like the highest spec everything you know yeah, it's interesting. This is a game that I was really hoping was going to be good, and I hope was hoping people are going to be wrong about because like, I really, really like the vibe of it. I like the 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 tone, and I know a lot of the dialogue is cringy as hell to people, and admittedly, even for me, a lot of it is, but I liked a lot of it, too, in a way that I do think I am set apart from others, but I'm like, cool, we haven't gotten a movie that feels like uh, 2007, or gotten a game that feels like a 2007 action movie, but like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of down for that. Um, I like the look of the main character, like the vibe of the magic stuff, but playing the demo, I was really kind of crushed where I was like, oh man, I really don't like the way this feels. I don't like the, um, the momentum wasn't so much my problem as much as the combat, like the, uh, having to tap R2 as much of like the, to, to shoot out yeah. didn't feel good. Like it felt like the controls were fighting against me. It feels so much better when you take off the adaptive triggers. Yeah. Interesting. Like I the adaptive triggers just like it was with the amount of times you're having you you had to tap the trigger and the amount of times that it's fighting against you it yeah. was just like it it's was weird. so unfun and weird feeling. Yeah. Yeah, so um I'm still hopeful but I think the devs put out a, a, a an update today that they are like updating the demo based on feedback. Interesting. Okay. Uh, cool. based on like uh I'm not sure exactly what they're fixing but I know some of it was like text size. Um there is a setting in there where you can cut down on the the chatter you get from the cuff. the cuff guy. Yeah, you can like make that super minimal. Yeah, you can turn that all the way down which is great because it was in that short demo I heard the same conversation like three times yeah and that that's not great i will say uh the visual side of things like i was super impressed i wasn't really noticing some of the stuff you guys were saying i was like this is a fucking beautiful gorgeous ass game but um they added button mapping functionality locked on enemies will move off screen that move off screen will remain locked on longer certain text size adjusts some of these are problems i had so have been fixed all right cool cool maybe i'll give it another shot and this is just for the demo so you got to assume that all this stuff is being Hopefully. applied to the core game this is a, n- a nitpick but i also didn't like the uh, fish eye menus <laughs> oh, very odd. i was like it's very odd choice why would you do yeah. that uh so next game dead space remake coming out really soon this is a, a tough one to kind of predict the metacritic of right because we've we've had the original game where what's the original at let's 86 originals at 86 for piece yeah for pc and then 360 it's at an 89 yeah you know i don't see the remake hitting quite that high of a score because it's a remake of a very old game, Callisto Protocol just coming out. There's like a lot of things against it, I think, in terms of the, the reviews being too high. But I still think that it's probably going to... I'm going to go 80... 
between 83 and 4. I'm going to go 83. Yeah, I'm in that same realm where I think it's going to be 80s. I currently have faith in this remake. It looks great, right? And, like, if you are just taking the original Dead Space and giving people what they want, right, and having it be beat by beat, it's, like, how much is there for you to fuck up, right? I think the fuck-ups there would be mainly if it didn't run well, if there's weird technical hiccups, right? Or if even the game just didn't age well and you're playing and you're like, oh, man, this is an old game. But I think even that, people are able to get past pretty easily, right? Because it is... I mean, that if that's what the game wants to be, that's what the game wants to be. Um, that being the case, I'm going to say 86. I think it's going to do a repeat. I think it's going to... Um, I think people are going to receive it probably the exact same way that they did back then, right? And, like, in terms of reviews, if it gets the job done of, oh, man, this game is fun, like, it, it is Dead Space, it looks fantastic, it's bringing back um, uh, this classic thing that I loved, but also it, it has the hiccups that maybe the original game did as well. I could see it landing out there. Yeah, Greg uh, predicted 85, so higher than me, closer to, to you there. It's a tough one for me because I feel like the, with EA working on it and like there's just things like that that I think are going to like be in people's minds of what they're comparing it to. Um, but I do think Dead Space has something going for it where it is one of the most recent games that I would call a classic, where I feel like Dead Space 1 specifically has kind of like stood the test of time of like, People talk about that game with the same level of reverence as Resident Evil before it, or um, even games like Mario. Or whatever. It's a franchise. Yeah. Title, you know what I mean? That, like, um, because of that, I have more faith in this remake than I would other remakes. I want to say 80, 88. Whoa. Um, because I think Callisto is so fresh on everybody's minds. And I think they're going to make that direct comparison and say, like, man, I wish Callisto could have had this. I wish Callisto would have had this. I think that's people went into Callisto expecting a better dead space and they didn't get that. My thing there is I think that it's the reason I'm going lower is I think that Callisto being fresh in mind, they're like, oh, man, I, I wish that it was more dead space. And then they're going to play dead space and be like, oh, man, this wasn't what I remember it being. You know, like I think it's it might be that case of because Callisto was so close and a lot of people didn't love it. I think that uh, people's nostalgia and remembering memories <laughs> memories of uh, memory sounds they, like a key, like a Final Fantasy. I don't. That is, <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy remembers. Memory. But yeah, I'm hopeful, man. I'm I'm really, really, really stoked to get back to Dead Space. Here's what I'll say. Shadow Colossus PS2 on Metacritic has a 91. The PS4 version that was made by Bluepoint also has a 91. And I think for me, that's another case of a game that had all the visual improvements in the world and had people still being like, oh, yeah, like the original didn't age as well in certain ways, right? And like the, the Bluepoint version didn't really do much to the gameplay, but still scored that same 91, right? Because I think it got the job of being a remake done. I could I could see I could see it being a similar thing where I, I think if they get the job of being a remake done, people might forgive some of the, the um, some of the, some of the places where it falters because it is like all right, well, how much do you really expect from something that is a remake of something that originally had those problems? But again, like that, that that's gonna be a wait and see kind of thing. I think that is gonna be a every reviewer has has their own take on it and has their own way in which they approach it kind of thing. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, next up, Hogwarts Legacy. Another one that I this like I I don't know I, I feel like we don't have enough evidence to understand is this going to be in the seventies eighties or nineties range yeah. right my gut right now tells me that all things considered it's probably going to net out at like a eighty four wow 
That's higher. That's higher than what I would say. I, I was going low 80s. I, I said 81 on mine. Um, I think there's going to be enough people that are super jazzed about being in that world and seeing it realized in this way um, where, you know, the last time you were anywhere in a Hogwarts environment was old-ass consoles, right? Like This is the first time they're seeing it in this way with this level of high fidelity. And there's going to be enough people that want to review this that are super stoked about the Harry Potter IP. And I think there's going to be a lot of other people that also review it that maybe see, uh, maybe compared to like Assassin's Creed open world games and sort of see similarities and be like, we've been doing this sort of system or this trope in open world games forever. Why hasn't it changed here? And I could see a lot of people giving it around like six or sevens, you know? I'm unlocking mine at 82 here where I I think that it, uh, it's, going to be a very competent game at the very least right and i think that it's going to deliver the harry potter world to people that want that um but i don't think that it's going to be like a revolutionary game or do anything truly special by itself that gets it to that nine yeah level i'm looking up avalanche software right now to like get an idea of what they've done before cars three that's the last thing they did. Oh yeah, because they did. Wow. They're the Disney Infinity Studio. Yeah. So this is this is kind of new territory for them, right? And like WB, of course, like this isn't necessarily new territory for them because WB, you're talking about, you know, all you're, you're talking about Shadow of War, uh, Mordor, you're talking about uh, Injustice, all this stuff, and like WB as a publisher has a track record that is. Usually good, but also sometimes you waning. get sometimes you get Gotham Knights. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes you get Shadow of War also, which like Shadow of War was fine, but also wasn't. I don't think that one didn't set the world on fire as much as Shadow of Mordor. I'd say. Um, and so yeah, like like Barrett said, right? It's been waning a little bit, and for a game that is coming from WB right now, coming off of Gotham Knights, going into Suicide Squad, which today we talked about how like people are feeling kind of uh, uh, iffy about that based on the the live service stuff. Is WB uh, WB Games in a place as a publisher where they're putting out the bangers, or are they very much like are are, do, are they letting the dollar signs get in their, get get in their eyes? Right? And a game are that's they, been in development forever as well for a very long time. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 77. I'm gonna say 77, which I think all in all would be good. Um, and that is based off of seeing the trailers and seeing that like. I think the talent being put into this game from Avalanche seems to be good, right? Like, I, I remember seeing their character creator uh, a few months ago, and, like, the character, the creator options alone, I was like, damn. The, for what I was seeing for, like, black hair in that game, I was yeah. like, this looks, it looks like they're doing more than what I usually see out of the average, like, character creator, right? Out of the average video game, let alone seeing clips of, like, the magic battles and all that stuff. Like, it looks like it, it, looks like it can be a, a fairly fun game, but at the same time, do they have the stuff coming off of Cars 3? I don't know. And before Cars know. 3, what was it? Uh, Disney Infinity and Cars 2. Which is great. Disney but, Infinity is great. But this is a much bigger project. But I imagine they have a much bigger I mean, that, team. And there's tons of turnover. Tons of studios stuff. as, yeah. rare, uh, as yeah. well. Uh, we'll how, how prone is Metacritic to like, not review bombing, but review buffing? Well, so that's <laughs> my thing. I mean, like just the reality of this situation, I would not be surprised if a bunch of major outlets don't review this game. Yeah. And that would be on Metacritic normally, and they might be the ones that, for whatever reason, would be more critical, whereas a lot of reviews that are just, I'm a Harry Potter fan and I'm rocking for this. That, yeah. That's why I'm a little higher on yeah. it, where I think that the where it falls, if I'm predicting correctly, I do think that that's, there's going to be that, uh, the numbers game that's yeah. played. But I don't think it's going to be that demonstrable, but we'll see. Um, next up, we have Wild Hearts. 
That's the Monster Hunter style game. Yep, that's the one coming from EA, being developed by Koei Tecmo. I think it's a, technically an EA original. Show. It is. Yeah. Um, and honestly, this game looks pretty good. Uh, I so I I played a um, a preview build early, uh, late last year, and I didn't get to play much of it. Right, I I messed with it very briefly because I'm like I'm I wasn't a Monster Hunter person, and I was like I don't know what I'm doing in, in this thing. And it was a very early build. Um. But it seems cool. All the contraption stuff that they've shown off, where you have all the all these tools that are very mechanical and like move in like these really cool ways. I think all that stuff looks cool. Um, I think the I think for reviewers when it comes to this one, it's going to be about comparing it directly to Monster Hunter and going, all right, this game this game is going to to succeed at being what it is if it's able to capture the fun and capture the essence of monster hunter can it do that can it not do that and so far i think there have been very few games to um that have even captured that a little bit you know i go to things like um uh freedom wars on the vita or like well i think it was was dauntless a monster dauntless. hunter game yeah dauntless mm. but even though like those aren't popular games right like both those games kind of came and went uh can wild hearts be the first one that re- really steps up steps up to monster hunter and be a be a big thing it's being published by ea it's being developed by koei tecmo so I think it has better chances. I see this as any other battle royale trying to get into the game with titans like Warzone yeah. and Apex and all those multiplayer games. Um, I, I see this being as something that people will maybe step away from Monster Hunter for a little bit and then eventually just go back to Monster Hunter. Um, the tough thing, too, is that the Monster Hunter Rise is coming out this month um, when, like, a couple days, maybe? It's coming out soon this month. Uh, this does look a lot better than Monster Hunter Rise. I played the PC version of Monster Hunter Rise back in the day uh, when they finally kind of went from Switch to PC, and you're pa- basically playing a higher frame rate version of a Switch-looking game where, like, everything's still low-res and has, like, low-res textures and low polygons. Um, I'm going to guess that this is a 78. Oh! 78, all right. I was thinking somewhere around there, too. Also, I, I had to check. Monster Hunter Rise embargo is up, so I can't talk about it. I've been playing a little bit of Monster Hunter Rise on uh, console, and, like... Yeah, it, I mean, it looks like a game that originally was developed for, for Switch. And granted, yeah. like, it looks higher res and it looks a bit cleaner and all that stuff. And it, it, I guess for me, it's Tim, it's less of a thing where a lot of my scores here are based on, like, I think several outlets are going to give them a 9 and several outlets are going to give, like, 6 and 7s, right? That's how a lot of my scores are here. I just think this is going to get a lot of 7s and 8s. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be, like, a, a pretty good game that people recommend but doesn't really, you know... Yeah, I, I think crazy. you're right. So Greg has it at a 77. I put 74. There's something about this where I, I think there's going to be more of the low sevens than the the eights, and I think it'll, it'll it's going to bring it down a bit. I'm going to say 72. Is that what? Oh what, shit! What you said? You said 78. You said 70. I'm going to say 72. That's the lowest of any of us. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with it. I think I think Monster Hunter is Low such um, tough competition, and I think that's going to bring it down quite a bit. Um, next up, we have Atomic Heart. This game looks rad as hell. This is the game that I, I refusably will run smoothly on any device. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks amazing, like visually. Can you give the pitch on this one, Andy? Uh, Atomic Heart is uh, kind of like a first-person Bioshock-style game. And when I say Bioshock, I just mean that they're going for like this different kind of um, unique look that doesn't really fit in any era. It's very like kind of steampunky. In a way, but um, a lot of like Bioshock mixed with Wolfenstein, the modern Wolfenstein, yeah, a little bit, yeah, a lot of really unique looking enemies and uh, uh, monsters and weapons and abilities. 
and it just looks like it's going to run like shit if you're trying <laughs> to run it like at a high frame rate or at a high uh, resolution. Cool. It looks amazing. Like this is sort of one of those visual feasts that I, I love talking about. I love munching on. Um, I'm going to guess that this one is an 81. Greg wow. Miller also goes 81. Oh, motherfucker. I'll go 82. You sure? Yeah, I'll All go right. 82. I'm going 84. I think that this is going to be one of those ones that uh, people are going to have something to say. They're going to have something to prove here. And I think that it'll, uh, the, if, if it's as good as it should be and like if it runs well enough and whatever, because I agree with you, I think that the performance will be the thing to take it down. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think that uh, people are going to rock with this one. I, I imagine that this is going to be on people's uh, like favorite games of the year lists for the people that play it. If it lives up to what we expect it to. This looks like one of those, hey, even on PS5 and Xbox Series X, it's still going to be 30 frames. Sorry, y'all. Like, this looks like one of those games that is going to be forced to be at 30 frames for whatever reason. All right, Bless. Where, where are you at? I'm, a, I'm thinking. But I'm going to be playing, be playing with Ray Tracy. You know? like, Woo, come Trace on, those baby. rays, Andy. This is, a, this is a focus entertainment joint. Which could be great, could be terrible. It could be anything. Because, like, Focus, they did Plague Tale and stuff, right? And they've done Evil West and stuff. And, like, that could be anything. I, I, I looked up the Metacritic for Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, because that's what this game reminds me of the most. And that sits at an 87 on Metacritic. And so now in my mind, I'm like, do I think this is going to be good, better or worse than Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus? Which, for me, is, like, one of my favorite shooting, shooter campaigns ever. Um, well, they it, have the same personality as Wolfenstein 2, though, Bless. Think of, like, BJ Blazkowicz. His whole crew. His whole crew. How, All the, the personality of that game. Cutscene you know? to cutscene, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. It's chef's kiss. It's a banger. But here's what I'll say. I, I, I looked up Atomic Heart. Composer, Mick Gordon. Oh. <laughs> and if you want to make a banger wow. FPS, get Mick, Mick Gordon on the ones and twos. Uh, and also pay him what he's yeah. worth. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, man. But here's the other thing. I look uh -oh. up the developer, Munfish. Who? What the fuck? Who are they? <laughs> they they they're working on this game, Soviet Luna Park. It looks like it was a VR game, and that's about it. That comes up on and their that profile. Was, uh, uh, delisted. That's uh, to pay the bills, bro. Yeah, um, that, that one's getting. Else. That one's making money for this thing. They're this. a developer from Russia that I think uh, left Russia, stuff like that. There's some interesting conversations about who they are as a developer yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Oh, interesting. Oh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 86. 86. One point lower than Wolfenstein 2 the new Colossus. <laughs> uh, cool. I'm going to skip this next one. You boys are okay with that? Sure. Sure. You know, you don't feel like raiding Lack of Dragon <laughs> Uh You're not a Yakuza boy? I guess 89 for that. <laughs> I'm going to, like, okay. PlayStation VR 2. Uh, I just put it here, but I, like, I don't even know if it's going to be reviewed like that. I think that's yeah, the I don't think that. For us to talk about. So we won't put predictions for that. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, though, I do think we should should go for. Uh, Greg says 88. 88? Greg is a madman. You think? I mean, look, there's a lot going into this. Like, I feel like this game legit has to be great. Because <laughs> if it's not, what is PSVR 2 doing? Like, it, it, this would be a huge fumble for them for it to not be at least an 85. But obviously, I think that they're striving and hoping that this thing is a 90. I will remind you all that Tam got to preview this earlier in the year, and he came on to one of our shows, I, th I think P.S. I Love You, and talked about like how much he like really fell in love with uh, that, like, that game and how it previewed and stuff. 
You know what? Maybe I speak, I'm speaking to soon. Because now I'm looking on Metacritics, right? And uh, I, for a frame of reference for like VR stuff, Astrobot Rescue Mission uh, for PlayStation VR 2, uh, or VR, scored a 90. And for me, that's like one of the best VR games I've ever played, right? Incredible video game. Half-Life Alex scored a 93. Horizon Forbidden West, the um, AAA game that came out last year, scored an 88. Yeah. And with that, right, looking at that context, if this is a VR game that PlayStation is putting their all into because it is a launch game. I mean, look um, at it. And right? they're bringing Horizon-level quality to it. You might be so on to something with the. You said 88, right? Grace, uh, Greg Greg and I both are at 88. You guys might be on to something. I'm going to say 87. I'll go 86. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Andy. <laughs> uh, Kirby's Reti- Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Greg has it as an 87. This is a port of a Wii U game that was a remake of the original game. It's a tough one. Because who the fuck knows? I was going to say, can we do this one in theory? Is it not just going to be the same Metacritic as the Wii yeah. one? Yeah. And do we think enough outlets even, like, review it since it's just a port? I mean, it's it's a Switch game. I don't know. I'm sure they'll review it. But uh, let's, let's skip it. Things are rough in Switchland. <laughs> they, they need stuff to play. Yeah. Let's just skip it. Uh, like Octopath Traveler 2. Here we go. I'm going to guess 90. Wow. Wow. All right. Andy and Cortez. only because I think that... Uh, this along with another game later down on the list i feel like the most hardcore from these genres are going to want to be playing these games and they are the ones that are wanting these sort of uh, style of, of games so i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna guess eight ninety. i'm gonna guess 82 uh and i guess that based off of the original octopath traveler scored an 83 live alive last year scored an 81 um and so i feel like that's sort of the realm where these games that that these games are landing at and i think octopath traveler being the first one being the first hd 2d game had um more was more of a surprise in terms of how incredible the visual style was for me that that was the premier thing about this this game and so octopath traveler 2 coming through and not having that as like the premiere thing cool we've seen this before what are you bringing in terms of content if it's the same level of content as octopath traveler um the first one then i I could see it dropping maybe a point or two i i'm right there with you i put down 82 uh for octopath uh greg had 84 so andy's on the higher side there with the 90 uh wolong fallen dynasty Oh, oh this is where things get interesting yeah what do you what do you guys think um i have it down as an 84 I mostly because I like unlike blessing I didn't love the demo and I think it's just I think it's just needing to get used to a different style of uh of combat and sort of whatever their sort of um like here's here's what our upgrades look like here's what here's how you should be kind of living and breathing in this world and I guess I was just kind of straight off of uh some sort of souls game and <laughs> I just wasn't mm-hmm. quite feeling it in that moment um, and I think it's going to be kind of like a lot of the other, this is, uh, is this Koei Tecmo? This is Koei Tecmo. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of the near games are not near, um, Neo? Neo games. Oh, wait, no, this is, um, oh, this is Team, Ninja. Team Ninja. Sorry. This oh, is the shit. same developer as, as Neo. Um, yeah. And I think just based on whatever uh, Neo does, it just always seems like the Souls game to play when you're not playing a Souls game. But it is published by... Yeah, I'm I'm going 84 as well. I wanted to go a little bit higher on it, but I think it being a, a new IP uh, brings it down a little bit for this one. Whereas I feel like if it was more of a, a known quantity, I think it would it would perform a little a little higher. 
Greg has that at an 81. What about you, Blood? Do you think if they call it Neo 3, it's getting a higher? I think so. You know, even if it was like, and like, yeah, I know that I you can't just like take that franchise and turn it into this, but like, I think that there's a lot of hype for this game um, being a new thing and, and just being like the, 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 the kind of novelty of it where it's like, oh shit, there's another game like this. But I, I still think that we've had a lot of those now. So it's like for it to hit that 88 range that I think, if I remember correctly, the Neos normally hit. I think it really needs to stand out. I'm not so sure that it's going to have that enough uniqueness to it. So looking through, right, like Neo 2 uh, revolves around like the 85, 86, 80, like 83, right? And that's all mm. remastered ports and all this stuff. But they, they hit the, the mid 80s. I'm going to say 87. Uh, hey. I really, really dug the demo. And I I think when it comes to these games, it, the nerds know what, uh, know what's up already, right? Like I don't think Wolong Fallen Dynasty is releasing with the idea that they're going to expand their audience that much or that like you know people don't know what to expect while playing the demo everybody in, in and i'm not i was i hadn't touched the neo games right i was playing this game and everybody in chat was like oh it's neo 3 like if you like this game you should play neo like this is basically just neo 3 right i think the fan base kind of understands it in that context that it is kind of continuing that lineage even though it's a different franchise um so i think there's that but i also went back and i tried to play neo 2 and I struggled so hard playing Neo 2. Like, I, I just could not get all the way into it. And I think that might speak to Wolong being a bit more approachable uh, than uh, than Neo 2. And the, the combat system, for me at least, being just a bit easier to comprehend in terms of, like, not having to... I forget what the word is for it, but, like, press R, R1 to, like, regain my my stance after I do a combo in, in Neo. Like, that stuff got complicated, and that was, that was a hard hill for me to get over. Whereas during my Wolong demo, I got to the first big boss fight, and I fought that boss for, like hours and i had a blast doing that and the moveset just felt a bit more straightforward in terms of understanding that and being able to to, to get through it so I, I i think with that it's gonna be more approachable and then also team team ninja i assume is learned based on uh the work on doing all these other games right not just neo one and neo two but the games like stranger of paradise which i know we make fun of but you know it is a game that is in this lineage of the team ninja modern action game right now and I think there's a lot they've learned, and I think they can take all the new ideas and put it into Wolong Fallen Dynasty as opposed to something called Neo 3 that yeah. has these ex expectations to it. Uh, Peoples, thank you, Patrick. Star Bye. Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm going to go with the 84 here. I think that the, the first one didn't review glowingly because of a lot of the tech issues and uh, uh, things of that nature, but I feel like this one, they've had a lot of time. The trailers look dope as shit. It looks like everything that we've loved about it kind of just like turned up a little bit. And it just feels like it has that next gen polish that yeah. uh, we would hope to expect with uh, where we're at with these games. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to do better than the first one, 84. Yeah, this is kind of that typical sequel thing we always talk about. We're like, I can't wait to see what the next one is like. The, the 1.5 version of it, if you will. I'm going to say this is an 86. I think it's going to get a shit ton of nines and a lot of eights. Greg's at an 83. But for whatever reason, I think that like the story is going to bring it down for a lot of people. That's just my tip of the hat guess. Pizza bet. Pizza's mm. everywhere. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is at a 79 on Metacritic. Uh, and I wonder how much of that was just how the game ran because I remember that, that game. This game just did not, or um, Fallen Order didn't perform well at launch. Um, Still doesn't, some say. Yeah, and the game was buggy, but also the game was great, right? Like the bugs were honestly the main issue that I had when I was playing that game. The map wasn't great. Dude, the map was everything great. was cooler in twenty one nine though. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is watching this trailer. When I was at the Game Awards and I saw this trailer, I was like, 
damn, is this my most anticipated game for the year? Like, this shit looks fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's real high. And it might honestly, it might have been the um, aspect ratio <laughs> ratio that did it. Um, but no, I am super excited for this one, and I do think that this one's going to be better, right? Like, again, talking about learning from your previous games, I think there are quite a few places that Star Wars Shadow Fallen Order could have been better, and Respawn is a fantastic studio, and I think they, pro they probably listened. Um, I'm going to say 80... Whew. I'm going to say 86. Did you say 86? I say 84. Okay. Yeah. Am I the only person that says 86? Yep. Okay, good. No, no, no. Andy said 86. I say 86. Oh, you said 86. Oh, you're 86. I'm going to say 87. I love that. Hey, I hope. I hope. Go hard or go home. I love um, real quick, though, I want to let you know that if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, you don't need to hear our ads. But for everyone else, here's some ads. This week on Patreon, the next-gen crew of Kinda Funny, myself, Barrett, Joey, and Roger, did a fantasy film draft picking which movies we think are going to be the best reviewed, and we had some wild choices. This third one is about to pop off with one Jonathan Majors, because he's looking a God big, thick it. boy. He has a killing me. Three, baby. He has a killing me, man. Go. Not even on my list. <laughs> Roger, how is that not on your list? <laughs> Dune 2. Right, mm, like that's gonna be a banger. Yeah. We have Austin Butler. Wasn't he like a child star in something? Yeah. Zoe one. Yeah. Zoe one. Oh he's the, my god! He's, the, he's like the bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> my dude. Oh, oh my god. My guy. Oh man, I love that dude. Can we draft a what? movie DLC? <laughs> <laughs> Trailer. Uh, I would like to draft an unannounced Marvel like post credit scene. Yeah. Like Head over to Patreon.com/slash kind of funny to listen to this and hundreds of other exclusive episodes right now. Now that we're back, uh, let's go down to Resident Evil 4 Remake. 93. Let's go. Let's go. Andy Cortez coming in hot with a 93. Greg Miller came in with a 90. This one's interesting because you think about it, right? We've had RE2 Remake, RE3 Remake, and like both of those, fantastic. But two's the one that got all the love. Three got a little bit of the like, I don't know about this. But... I've always said Resident Evil 2 is an incredible video game. Resident Evil 3 was a pretty damn good video game. So that remake makes sense. But Resident Evil 4 is one of the best games of all time. Yeah. So them remaking that, everything they've been saying, people were mad about RE3 for cutting a lot of content. They've come out and said they're not cutting content. In fact, they're adding content. And everything about it seems like what we've seen with the HBO Last of Us show of everything they're talking about. Like, they really care. They want to get this right. They know they can't screw it up. And I get that vibe from this remake as well. So I, I have high expectations for it. Um, Resident Evil 4 is a game that in many, many, many ways, still holds up to this day. I know Bless always talks about how the controls don't, but in terms of story, in terms of like atmosphere and all that stuff, it definitely does. And imagine that just playing better and looking better, I think it's going to be be real high. But I'm going to go 92, because I think that getting... Once you start getting 93 and above, that's like real, real all-timer shit. But hopefully this is that. Shit ton of nines, shit ton of tens, I think. You think it's... Oh, hey, yeah, yeah that's... I mean, you're talking about Resident Evil 4. You are. Right? Which is a game that a lot of people would put up there as their favorite game of all time. Resident Evil 4 originally, back in the day, scored a 96 on Metacritic. Um, and this is the PS2 page. And so I wonder if it's even higher if you look at other, like, the GameCube or something like that. Um, Resident Evil 2, the remake, has 91. And so I think that that is the range we're, we're, that we're working with, right? I think it's going to be somewhere between 91 and I, 96. I would be, I'll be blown away by I don't think it's going to get that high just because... I mean, that puts it in a league of, like what 10 games ever yeah exactly like I, I and i think modern day it is so hard for a game to get up there right like i like you can release the best game ever i don't know if it's gonna get a 96 on metacritic um i'm gonna say 93 i think it's gonna do better than resident evil 2 remake i think my my prediction for myself right now is that resident evil 4 remake 
makes Resident Evil 4 one of my great, one of my favorite games ever. Oh, I'm so excited. I think that's going to happen. I hope so. I really do. Uh, next up, we're doing this one. Crime Boss, Rock A City. 63. Guess what? Both me and Greg also got no way. 63. <laughs> that's awesome. What are yeah, you? Yeah, this is going to have a bunch of fours and fives and a couple of sixes and sevens, you know? <laughs> this, yeah, it'll, it'll get where it needs to get. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I say hope six, this game is a fun stream, you know? I'm going to say 68. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wow. little, bit, little bit more hopeful. Game of the year guy over here. Let's go. <laughs> you got Chuck Norris, you know? And Chuck, mm-hmm. Norris, Chuck Norris does things that aren't supposed to Terrible be Terrible dude, yeah. Oh, is he? I mean, Chuck oh, no. Norris? Yeah, Chuck Norris, not great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's just, you know, he's Chuck Norris. What do you, what do you expect? <laughs> he's fucking, what do you he's, expect? He's Walker, Texas Ranger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> uh, Dead Island 2 is the next one we're talking about here. What did Saints Row <laughs> get? Oh, man. Because to me, I think... I the, think that was like sixes, right? Yeah. What was Saints Row at currently on Metacritic? 61. <laughs> Danny Glover is gloves. That's right. I'm going to 61. Vanilla Ice is... Oh, you think it's going to be Saints Row bad? I'm going 61. Greg won 72. See, okay, me and Greg are on you the same You think it's going to be Saints Row bad is like <laughs> such a fucking statement, <laughs> such a question. I, I was hurt by Saints Row. Like, Saints Row yeah. is like a personal dis- attack on, on me from Volition, a studio that I love, but come on. I'm going uh, 74. Wow. All right. All right. Yeah, I think I'm on that same line of thought based on how much I loved and enjoyed Dying Light 2 and how much I personally want this game to be as good as Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2 on Metacritic has a 76 or 77, right? Depending right, on the platform. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. But, yeah, I'm I, I, but yeah. like, this game might not be that good is the thing. I think it gets a lot of high ratings from reviewers that, like, uh, similar to in the way that we rate, in the way that we love Fast and Furious, in the way that some people love Stranger of Paradise, like Blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, where they're just like, it is just pure dumb fun. Like, don't think too hard about it. Don't, the story's shitty. Who gives a shit? I give this an 8 out of 10. Like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of reviews like that. I think that it's not going to hit there, though. Like, I think that it's not going to have that, the, the, the meme nature to it. Or Strangers oh of Paradise, that's it's gross. like, you watch a clip of that, and if that's your type of humor, it's the funniest thing ever. Like, I just struggle to see people looking at this and be like, Every moment of this is hilarious. Yeah. Where Stranger yeah. Paradise, every moment's hilarious. Pa- Pablo uh, Koch in chat says, this is Dying Light 2 without the parkour. So, And like I, I can kind of see that in terms of it being a Dying Light 2 style game that doesn't have the things that make Dying Light 2 so special because I do think Dying Light 2 thrives because of the parkour and the navigation and like the puzzle solving with the platforming and stuff. That said, I think in terms of story, Dying Light 2 was so... It took itself so seriously and was like basically I'd always compare it to something like CW where it's like, oh, man, this is the most cheesiest drama ever. But like at points I'm eating it up and at points I'm digging it. But ultimately, I'm like, oh, it's whatever. Dead, Dead Island 2, based on that trailer, I think it was the latest trailer we got or maybe it was one trailer before. Or maybe it was both. That game seems goofy as hell. Like yeah, all, th- all the cuts seem, seem really funny and really self-referential in terms of like no we know we're stupid we know, we know this is ridiculous i get like a in the same way that people like dead rising for what it is that's the crowd that this is going to cater towards yeah i hope i enjoy this game i i did i already say a number yeah I don't think, oh, 74 did. okay cool well there you go about that legend of zelda tears of the kingdom 100 <laughs> <laughs> right down to him. greg said 94 
I say 95. <laughs> Here's the thing. What is Breath of the Wild at? 97. 97. And wow. you know what, Tim? Put me down as a 97. Fuck! I'm saying it. Dude. Let's go. Oh, shit. 93. This game's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's funny because, like, uh, God of War and God of War Ragnarok currently have the exact same score. And I, to me, I'm like, that. we're Ooh. in that range. That's a good I, I think that uh, Breath of the Wild um, is going to be a couple, or sorry, Tears is going to be a couple down from Breath of the Wild because just... Breath of the Wild was a moment. Yes, and I, I there's the amount of people that gave it tens. I don't know that we're going to get that amount for this one, so I think it's going to be a little bit... Uh, skewed, but I mean, yo, we're talking. All of our <laughs> guesses are putting this as one of the greatest games of all time. So yeah. I'm so excited. My, 90, my 97 is honestly just me speaking into existence. I mean, <laughs> like, hey, if I, I had to give that. an actual guess, I'd probably say 95 or 96, but keep mine as an added 97. I'm keeping that energy. I need this game to be a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Whew. Greg has it at a 74. That's a good guess. Damn, that's a good guess. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 78. I'm going 73. I'm going 69. Nice. Marvel's Avengers on um, <laughs> Metacritic is a 67. I as soon as you Suicide Squad, I immediately typed in Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, just based on the, the, the yeah. The game. only reason I have it higher than that is that I think that the I think people will vibe more with a shooter. Pretty much like that. That's all I'm kind of. It's the only reason why I'm ranking it that high is that it's mm. it, it's going to be whatever all- Avengers and whatever Gotham Knights was, but people like shooty shooty and upgrading guns, and it's a, and it's like a bit more involved gameplay, I'd say. And also on the technical standpoint, I think just looks better than either of those great. games. Great, looks um, great. And even like you know, we talked about the possibility of the story not hitting, but like. I don't know the cutscenes and the vibes that they that they're going for um, in these trailers. I I do think that they're pulling off in a way that doesn't feel as genuine from some of those other games. So there could be a little bit of like, oh, it's like it's genuinely funny and uh, has a fun cast of characters and stuff, and have more of a personality than I would say the story of Adventures does. You know, here's the thing: Gotham City Imposters has has a 65 on Metacritic. That's okay, and, and it's not going to be worse than that. So <laughs> Street Fighter Six. Start with you, bless. Oh man, I don't like. It's tough because I don't know what like, fighting games actually do on Metacritic. I never really checked Metacritic for fighting games. This is like us predicting who's gonna win all the esports categories. <laughs> like, and, and not saying that bless isn't cat. Like, you know, bless is definitely. You know, he deserves to kind of be one of the reviewers, and he'll have a good rating on it. But I do feel like it's. This is going to be a weird one because not every outlet, I don't feel, has like a their fighting game, fighting person. game person. Yeah, but having, I think that's when you like. Having said that, though, like they're reviewing a video game, they're not reviewing it as an esport, and I think that that is why I firmly think that this is going to get an eighty-eight. I have ninety-one mm-hmm. of mine. Oh, I said that oh, wrong. I, I said firmly, and I was like, I put eighty-seven. Actually, I think that the single-player stuff's going to not be good enough to look past. Like, I don't think it's going to be horrible, but I think that it's going to take down, even if the gameplay is like, yo, the the community fucking loves it. Reviewing the overall package, I think it's going to have enough eh things in it to not hit that 90. Greg thinks it hits 90. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say 85. 
Whoa, even lower than me. Shit. Yeah, I, okay. This guy hates fighting games, dude. <laughs> and I, I mean, honestly, Tim convinced me a little bit there about the single player stuff because I think the single player stuff is going to be exciting for newcomers, but is it going to be a quality single player experience? And even something like Mortal Kombat 11 uh, on Metacritic, that has an 82, right? Mortal Kombat X is somewhere around, around the same. And those are like the popular fighting games in the space. And granted, I think Street Fighter 6, in terms of mechanics and in terms of how it's going to play and all that stuff, I think my appeal to to like the hardcore fighting game player more than uh, Mortal Kombat, but I think the tough thing is you, I I do think you got to hit both right. Like you got to be able to have very solid fighting game mechanics, but while also delivering in terms of content and delivering things that um, that's going to get the casual players in right. I think got to be an overall package. That's so difficult. Ryu in the game. streets, Blanca in the sheets. In the exactly in the and I, here's the thing, right? I think in terms of a ninety or up, I think a Street Fighter Six Ultimate Edition is going to come out four years from now and hit that right where it has all the things that people will ask for and dream for for this for street fighter six but and the 10 people reviewing it are gonna give it are the, gonna give it the 10. scores based on yeah, yeah. what they're like, reviewing my, yeah. my real prediction is that yeah street fighter six is gonna have an ultimate edition that's gonna hit a 10 like from ign and like in the way that they update their overwatch or um, rainbow six reviews i think street fighter six is gonna have a version of that that's gonna absolutely soar so i'm at 87 greg's at 90 bless is at 85 andy 91 wow. whoa i love it Diablo 4. 89 on mine. Griggs at a 93. I am at an 88. I think there's going to be enough stuff that annoys the community to bring it down a little bit. Like, I think it's going to be exactly the Diablo that people have been wanting for a long time, especially when they got Diablo 3 and it was more colorful than they wanted. You know, I feel like this is the one especially after the mobile game that came out that a lot of people didn't love with how sort of predatory it was with its money. Um, yeah, I think this one's going to really hit. 89. Final Fantasy 16. Man, the number I have on here, I don't trust it already. I gotta Say it, Andy. Say it. I don't, I don't want it to be on the record, Timothy. I have 93 on mine. <laughs> You're a madman. <laughs> you turn, turn, turn Tim into the Joker. Dude, please be a 93. Oh, my God. Please, I think God. Be, I think it's going to be a shit ton of nines and a couple of tens. Whoa. Okay, Greg has it at an 82. I feel like a truth lies somewhere in between. Yeah, I'm going 88. I'm going 87. I want to go lower because that thing. I wonder if they said about not putting black people in the game, but like I, I, eighty-seven, <laughs> I feel pretty good about. And I want that one this. That kind of fucked me up. That one, that one, I was looking. I was so looking forward to this game, and then Yoshi B gave a statement about like, yeah, man, I don't know, man, it's old school fantasy. I'm not gonna put black people in it. I'm like, hey, hey, man, how are you gonna just ruin my excitement like that? Yeah, that's, that shit clearly fucking sucks. I really, really hope though that this is like a. I don't even want to say turn to form it's not that at all i just hope that this is a brand new masterpiece of final fantasy like i hope i mean this is the first new final fantasy like core final fantasy title we've had in almost a decade like it's pretty wild to think about that might not be entirely true the like, expectations are like massively you say the last high core final fantasy game mm -hmm. yeah i think final fantasy 15 came out like seven years ago yeah so yeah. it's like we're, we're on the way to the decade there like Eight that's that's pretty definitely the biggest gap between uh core final fantasy titles that even includes um the online titles so 
Um, there's a lot going into this. It being written by the uh, 16 people. That's the thing that I'm really looking Sorry. Yeah. 14 people and the music being done by them as well. Like, that's the stuff for me. Yeah. Like, oh, now, how many 14 nerds are going to be reviewing this? Yeah, exactly. Like, but yeah, does it bother me that the main character looks like that and is named Clive or whatever? Yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, I mean, seven, so seven remake is at an eighty-seven on Metacritic. Do we think we, this is going to be this is going to be better? I mean, I think there's less going into it. Like Final Fantasy VII, like has baggage, mm. right? So I think that affects the reviews, uh, both positively and negatively. Yeah, Whereas I think I think, this, I think the story stuff kind of really turned some people off on seven mm -hmm. um the the changes and sort of the liberties they took there uh what was what did greg guess 80 so yeah this, across the board now we got me at 88 greg at 82 blessed at 87 and andy at 93 pizza bet within a pizza bet whoever's closer me or greg gets pizza wow he's all, okay. all the greg. lowest yeah, on the highest on yeah yeah there you go um, thank you greg you're welcome uh, we'll skip this one but just want to put it out there. AEW fight forever. Greg says 79 that I'm going to fucking love. <laughs> so. I say 79 is real high. <laughs> I say 73. Yeah. I'm saying 62. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. We, we will do this one. Andy, you said what? 73. Actually, yeah, 62 is low. I'm going to... Uh, what's a bad game? The same, I'm going to type in Saints Row. You're like 66, Bless. <laughs> you sound like Jeff Grubb when we were playing that episode of Bless Who. And the question was, name a game that Greg, or Greg Miller likes. And Jeff Grubb was like... What's a bad game? <laughs> uh, I'm going 69. Six rows, 61. I'm going to say 63 for AEW Fight Forever. All right. Now we're getting into ones uh, that just don't have release dates. Let's go. Perfect. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mine is, I think mine's a little too high here. I'm going to drop it down two points. I'm going to go with 85. I'm going to say 91. Oh, dang. dang. Listen, you're out you're you're out of Midgard now. You're into the or are you? In, I forget how the realms yeah. and shit work. Yeah, you are. You're you're in the open world now. You're hanging out with Sephiroth. We're in a post-crisis core world. Oh man, they got so much to cover here. I'm going 88 because I think that the the Midgard section of the game is the 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 best section to kind of just turn into this type of remake and we got that experience and it felt so good it felt like a complete game to itself the end it's kind of like opened up to, for more stuff but like it, that was such a great experience opening it up i think has more room for more questions the stuff that we don't like <laughs> more questionable things that are like oh well, this doesn't add up too much like what is fact what is fiction <laughs> like, all, all the questions they're asking us we're yeah. gonna be asking them um but they I, don't know either <laughs> but at the same time it could hit it could work and if they pull it off it could be utterly spectacular i mean Final Fantasy 7 remake was our game of the year a couple of years ago so uh if they can take that energy and make something new this could be the core final fantasy title right like this be it could be i expect it to be more a new game than a remake of seven so is it, is it the same zach voice acting unfortunately it is Change mine, though. Get me in the <laughs> me booth, lower. bro. Get me in the booth bro but, uh, maybe he'll be given different uh better direction this time around you know andy well, Crisis, that is the thing. Crisis at least it'll be written. was a million years ago. Yeah. At least this will be written with the Final Fantasy VII remake team, which was like fantastic dialogue. Yeah. Crisis Core. I love Crisis Core, everybody. Um, Forza Motorsport. Mm. I have this one at a 90. So do I. Car so does Greg. Love this shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was the last one? Seven? Seven. Uh, 
that on Metacritic was an 86. So I'm going to go an 86. <laughs> it's going to look prettier. The cars are going to be louder and We're in a, we're in a post-Horizon world. That's, that's all I need. Get the shit out of here. <laughs> um, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Mm. Oh, man. I got that on my fantasy draft. I put um, this shit way draft. too high, bro. Did you really? Yeah. And I don't trust in it, okay? I'm looking back at the mirror, and I, I don't like what I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like the person I see in the mirror. I'm gonna go, I don't know what, where I'm going with this. I'm going to go um, 89. I'm going 91. I went 91. I had it at 93. Greg went 90. Hollow Knight currently God. on Switch is a 90. For PC, it's on, at an 87. Wait, Andy, bring yours up to 93 again. I'll Come give on. you the chance, Andy. You can do, what's your no, final answer? I'm keeping an 89. I'm keeping an 89. All right. Because I don't know if it does enough to kind of step it up as, as it being like this long-awaited sequel. I think if it would have come out back when everybody thought it was going to come out, it would have been amazing and people would have absolutely loved it. But I feel like with how long it's taken, people are expecting like the next coming of Christ, and I think it's going to be more Hollow Knight. Like and Sports I, Story. And, and, I, and I hate using the more of this and that game. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate using, like, it's just going to be more Hollow Knight, but I do think it is going to be that. It's, it's going to be a better version of what we get from Yacht Club when they come out with... Um, King Knight, and when uh, yeah. they came out with a uh, Plague Knight, mm. I think that's going to be a better version than that. It's going to be similar look and feel, tone, vibe, but different mechanics. That's interesting. I do think that something going for it is that when Hollow Knight first came out, and even like the years surrounding that, there was a lot of these Metroidvania games, right? A lot of the super stylistic, beautiful to look at things like Ori, and right. uh, to an extent, Celeste. That's a different type of game, but like those type of things i think that that trend's kind of slowed down for whatever reason so if this game hits at the right moment this year it won't be surrounded by a ton of similar games that i think people might be like oh wow like i i haven't experienced something like this for a while but and i and i do think that hollow knight has had this sort of um this souls-like discovery to it where people are continuing to start to play it for the first time um, as more and more years goes by and as time goes by, they keep like new, newer and newer players are joining sort of the reason why I, I, they're becoming me, what I was last year when I was like, I finally get it now. I understand why y'all have been asking for Silk Song for so long. Um, and I think more and more people are going to get it and have less time to wait. <laughs> and they're going to get a really, really dope sequel. Redfall. This one's tough. This is real tough. This Greg's one. at an 82. Good for him. I'm at a 76. Wow. How dare wow. You? I like 82. Good for him because that's <laughs> high. 76. How dare you? Too low. <laughs> uh, this one's really, really tough. I, I'm at an 83 okay. with Redfall. Bless. I think it's going to feel good as shit to play, right? Mm. Like uh, abilities and everything. It's going to have what we uh, enjoyed from games like Deathloop. Um, but I do think what's going to hold it back is like finding friends to play it with and going through single player, even though it, 
a lot yeah, of these like games the are like of it. yeah a lot of these games go through it with single player you could play single player too if you don't have friends but i, I feel like that would definitely lessen and then there's the also experience. the progression problem as well or uh your world won't progress if you're helping out in someone else's game and, and stuff like that that people have been kind of uh talking about in the community i know paris brings it up all the time on xcast and there's no level um scaling scaling right mm. i don't think there is i'm gonna say 84 Bless. What did Prey? What does Prey have on? Uh, that's actually what I looked up. Prey has a um, eighty-two on PC, mm. seventy-nine on PS4. But if you remember, like that game didn't perform well um, at the time. Right at launch, it yeah. had some issues. Bless. Can you do me a favor? Can you look up the Metacritic scores for Bleeding Edge? How fucking dare you, Tim? How <laughs> uh, dare you invoke <laughs> Bleeding Edge? Are you kidding me? In regards yeah, to Tim. Redfall, do you know who you're? You're talking about Arcane Austin. All right, they're not. They don't have. How fucking dare you? <laughs> what did it get though? I got a 66. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm no, happy. Bleeding with, Edge was not great. Bleeding I'm happy with my great. 76. I'm happy okay. with my 76. You better be. Yeah. Why would you even invoke that here? <laughs> <laughs> it's Arcane Austin. They haven't put out a game since Prey, and Prey was really great, underappreciated. Deathloop had an 88. Is this going to be Deathloop? Probably not. Still, they got the stuff. I believe in them. Borderlands had an 83. <laughs> That's another one I looked up for this. That's a guy. That's a good one to look up. Yeah. Starfield. Oh, let's fucking go. What did Fallout 3 get? Do you want me to start by telling you what Greg put? daddy -o. Greg put an 80. How dare he? Wow. How dare he? Oh, Fallout man. Fallout 4 got an 84. And he's saying, he's saying an 80 for Starfield. I mean, it, different context, different time. Different context, different time, but enough lessons learned. I'm going to go 87. That's within the realm that I'm thinking. This, I... will, this will be a banger to some and really, really good to a lot. Going through history, Skyrim got a 94 on Metacritic. Fallout 4 got an 84 on Metacritic. Fallout 3 got a 91 on Metacritic on PC. So you're talking about like 91, 96, 84. Um, was it 84 in that order? Yeah, 84. And, the, and can they evolve the formula enough to keep us happy for us to say like, Wow, this is just a prettier version of a of an early two thousands game or a mid two thousands game. Oshimbo in the chat says No Man's Sky has a seventy one on PS4. Oshimbo, I need you to time yourself out. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say an eighty eight. I'm gonna say an eighty eight. Andy, that's really high. And I'm so excited. I almost went higher. Maybe. Like, I mean, the fact that you can't play at 30 or 60 frames per second on consoles really not great. Not, but but think about all that's in this game. You play know? on PC. Like, how, how could it even do that? Like, I, I guess the best thing about that, Bless, is like, you want like, to, yeah, real? there's like, you don't is that, that many. Can you not play in 60 frames in this game? It's locked to 30 on, on consoles, I heard. Oh, isn't, that, isn't that a thing? Is that not a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Look it up. I mean, if that's the case, just think about, like... I'm pretty sure it they're, is. They're ray tracing all of space, you know? Think about how, how much work that is on the CPUs. I'm just thinking of, like, how much more GPUs. of an active shooter it's going to be when you're going into like, <laughs> I like how you said active shooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a poor choice of wording. Yeah. Was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the tone you said it into. <laughs> Um, oh, but you know what? Like in the comparison to Fallout, uh, right, where you have vats and stuff like that, like it doesn't seem like there is a system like that, right? And mm. so uh, the fact is, the like, shooting gonna actually feel good? And yeah, especially in thirty and stuff like that. That's so weird. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. My mistake. Thirty frames for four K, sixty for seven twenty to one eight to ten eighty on Series S. You imagine playing seven twenty? <laughs> 
Bro. But I have a 1080s monitor, so that actually works perfectly. I'm in. See, my question with uh, Andy, you're, you're talking about uh, lessons learned. Like, I, I, I wonder when they started learning those lessons in the middle of the production of this game. I think like, because... the timeline? I think because it's been in production for so long... We're talking lessons learned around Fallout 76. Uh, let's say a year into Fallout 76. That's what, 2018, 2019? 2019 about. Yeah. I, and, and I don't think that they... When I say lessons learned, I don't necessarily mean like improving the core gameplay loop. I just mean functionality. Um, yeah. What works, what doesn't work. Uh, how can we make this game not run and be a embarrassing buggy mess at launch because i think there have been i think uh, developers learned enough with andromeda and then S cyberpunk came out and was even more of an embarrassing launch and i think that like anthem i uh, oh my gosh anthem make that a single player game dude i, I tim if i, I go back in time and i yeah. wave my andromeda. fucking game dev wand make that shit a single player game i I don't know, man. I, I I would hope that the combat in this game is going to be better than what Bethesda combat typically has been because of both lessons learned, because of new technology, right? You're you're rocking with an Xbox Series X as opposed to an Xbox 360. Um, higher frame rate, you know. I think 60 frames per second at 1080 is going to feel hopefully feel good for a first person for first person sh um, shooting. And then also looking at other examples like something like Cyberpunk. I actually really dug the combat uh, in Cyberpunk, and I know it's a different developer and like different ethos and all that stuff, but also what Outer Worlds had pretty decent combat. Um, I, 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 I would be, I would think that you'd be able to do it as Bethesda, uh, given all of the leaps that we've made in terms of the actual technology that we're working with. And it's super encouraging from my taste, at least that the game looks as good as it does, even though it started development such a long time ago. And usually that leads to a game looking outdated at launch. Um, and, whether that's like the tech or whether that's just the aesthetics that they're going for, but like I've never liked the way any of the Fallout games look. Yeah. Even though maybe you can make them better, uh, you know, performing, they still have like a certain look to them that I just don't find like inviting, you know? So Greg's at an 80, Bless is at an 88. I'm at an 84. I was between 84 and 86. And I think at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be on the lower side. Okay. What do you think, Andy? I said 87. 87. Cool. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Oh, man. I didn't even put anything down here. <laughs> Greg said 90. I'm going 88. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a 10. <laughs> And I think it's going to be a ten in the like. It's, it's going to be like, a being on like think back Spider to Man. Spider Man 2018. Yes, 2018. 2018, yeah. Uh, is one of my favorite games ever. Is it perfect? No. Is it a ten? No. But I mean, like, goddamn, I enjoy the hell out of that game more than pretty much any other game ever. Like, it is just so much fun to play and be in that world. And there's so much I love about it that even the things I don't love as much, the Mary Jane sequences, some of the story choices, like this and that, whatever. It's still like, damn, this is as good as a Spider-Man game can be. And I expect that this one is going to be better. But yeah, I, mean, I think review-wise and critically, fair, I'll give it 88. And I think I'm, I'm in a very similar place. I remember there was a few weeks ago where we were talking about how Spider-Man 2 is going to do on Metacritic. And, like, you know, I made the argument that I don't think the Metacritic matters for Spider-Man because it is, like, 
I don't think Insomniac is trying to put out a God of War critically acclaimed 96 on Metacritic type of game with Spider-Man. I think they're trying to put out one of the most fun games you're going to play on the PlayStation. Um, sell so much. And that's going to sell oh buttloads. Uh, and I'm with you that like Spider-Man 2018 for me is one of my favorite games prob- uh, probably ever, right? Especially when you're talking about uh, PlayStation games or PS4 games. I, I, I think it's interesting because Spider-Man for PS4 has an 87 on Metacritic. Spider-Man Miles Morales has an 84 on Metacritic. I think um, uh, scope-wise, Spider-Man 2 is going to be bigger than Spider-Man Miles Morales, right? And I think Miles Morales probably got dinged um, for its brevity, right? And how short that story was. And like some people, me, felt like it was a bit rushed. Um, so I think it's going to get. I think it's going to get higher than that. I think the question is, is it going to do more than Spider than Spider-Man 2018? And that's where things get tough. Because it does yeah. How much more can you do? You can get rid of the Mary Jane sections. You can get rid of maybe like the science um, puzzles sections. And like, I think there were parts in act three of that game that got a bit messy in terms of storytelling and introducing the Sinister Six and all that stuff. Um, Yeah. The pacing in the last third goes at like a breakneck speed. Yeah. When you're suddenly in a city that's been taken hostage, like that just, a lot of that felt really off to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, we're like really ups the like kind of open world design of like here are all of these uh, like uh, areas to take out. Now. Yeah. Here's another thing I'll say is that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was an eighty-eight. An eighty? Eighty-eight. Yeah. Insomniac might be peaking out. Eighty eights, dude. They might be peaking out the, the eighty eight range. Eighty eights that are like, let's be real, they're better than that, but critically they're not. Yeah. But like, let's be real. Our favorite eighty eights. Yeah. Eighty I'm, for Brady. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say eighty eight as, as well. Andy. What was yours, Tim? 88. Greg? 90. 86. Wow. 86. Game wow. I mean, the inclusion of Venom, I do think, is a, like, easy thing to fuck up. So. Craven the Hunter. A lot of it is, like, I, I don't know what you can do with variety uh, to really freshen up that experience. Like, I, more power to them if they do it. I'm rooting for them, obviously. I want it to be... A lot more fun when you're out there in the open world, but I, I just wonder if it's going to be. You know what? Is it too late for me to change? A lot of the same no, taking down. It. I'm bringing mine down to an 86. I think they're going to find some fun things to switch between Peter and Miles, like tech wise, that are, I think is going to impress people. And then also, yeah, you got Venom, but you also got Green Goblin, Venom. possibly, uh, with the, the teases from the first game. And yeah, Craven is a, another weird toss up, but. If those are like the only three villains and not the entire Sinister Sticks, there might be a little bit uh, better focusing on story stuff. Um, okay, we have like four four more that I want to do. I'll here. tell you what I'm craving. This next arm, this next uh, armored core from software game, <laughs> armored core six. Where are we at with this one? Greg Miller coming in with a spicy eighty one. Uh, you know I'm not too far off. I'm gonna go eighty four. Yeah, I'm, I'm at eighty three. Yeah. Armor Core is going through, typically haven't done that great on Metacritic. Uh, this is, a, of course, a new era for From Software, right? This is po- post Souls, uh, post Elden Ring, post Sekiro. Uh, post Malone. Sorry, um, what would you say, Bless? I'm, <clears throat> I'm not, I've not figured it out yet. I'm okay, bl- uh, I said 84. Well, talk to me, Bless. Where are you at? I'm just, I'm just looking through. I'm looking through the entire Armor Core franchise right now to see, has there been any... Oh, my God. And to be real with you, I think the game gets a lot of... A, a lot of nines and tens... Or a lot of nines, rather, um, out of tens because of 
the FromSoft name and because what they're going to do with boss fights and kind of make them a bit more involved. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a, a mech game and it's going to really, really hinge on how good is the combat. That's where this game's yeah. going to like either completely succeed or just fail. I think it's also going to be like a lot of customization, a lot of like stats, a lot of like getting into the nitty gritty of customizing your mech and all that stuff and going through Armored Core 2 for PS2, 78 on Metacritic, Armored Core 3, 74, Armored Core 4, 65, uh, Armored Core 5, 65, right? Like, I, and these are games that I think are very much speaking to a niche audience. And I, maybe this probably won't affect reviews, but who knows? Like, I could see a lot of people coming into Armored Core and being like, oh, yeah, I'm a From Software fan. I've played Souls. I've played Elden Ring. And they try out Armored Core and they're like, whoa, this is, well, this is not what I was looking forward to from this developer. This is so different. This is so nerdy. I, I'm as a review outlet, right? You're you're assigning people to this game with the understanding that they are they know what they're reviewing and they are going to be an armored core person to, to some extent, or at least have enough knowledge to be able to review it competently. Um, but how hard is it to develop an, an, a mech game, like a fantastic mech? Like, what is the best mech game, and how much? Like, where was that on Metacritic? Zone of the Enders, the second runner, and I don't. <laughs> and that's my thing. Is like, is there well, a mech, that game was great? Is there is there a mech game above? An 85 on Metacritic? Probably think, Is this going to be the first one? Anyway, Zone of the Enders, like, Second legit. Second runner. I yeah. also think because of how kind of, um, I don't want to say basic, but for the lack of a better word, basic, the <laughs> idea of it being sort of like old school mission-based structure, just like the old Armored Corps were, you know, like you're not necessarily experiencing this this big campaign that, it's going to go like cutscene to cutscene. Like it, the, the idea that you go back to a mission list and you pass that mission and you maybe got some parts to upgrade your mech onto the next mission. Like it, that, that feels kind of arcadey and archaic in a lot yeah. of ways. And I, I think that that will sit with people not too great. Like that, that feels like a very kind of old school approach to game design. This is a funny thing, but uh, I, I said 83. And I think that because it's Armored Core 6. If it was just Armored Core, a brand new reboot, I think it would be uh, 86. And see, that's where I'm at. It's like, this is Armored Core 6. But right? also, Not it's called Fires of Rubicon. That's cool. Which, that like, is pretty cool. Cool. You're right. That's that pretty cool. bad. Uh, so, where are you, where are you at, Blast? So, Zone of the Enders, PS2, 78. Zone of the Enders, the second runner, 71. Which that's is some bullshit. I mean, it's higher than the original Armored that's Core games. That's fucking bullshit, dude. Somebody in chat mentioned. There's no way that's right. Somebody in chat mentioned Titanfall, right? Which, like, I wouldn't really count because that is. It's a first person shooter where you happen yeah. to get into mechs. Uh, I'm going into this with the idea that this is going to be the best mech game of all time. 84. They wouldn't want to... Uh, they, you, uh, on, the opposite, yeah. uh, on the opposite side of things, right? I've already talked about all the reasons why I don't think it's going to be like this 10 out of 10 game of the year. Or even like a game that's going to be amazings uh, all, over, all, all across the board. On the opposite side of things, I don't think From Software would want to make this game if they didn't think it was going to be amazing. Uh, in the same sort of way that we talk about Last of Us Part 2 and how Neil Juckman was like, there's more story to tell, and you're like, well, fuck. If he says that there's more story to tell, this dude could make any game that he wants right now. The fact that he wants to make a part two to one of the best games of all time, fucking let him. I bet you it's going to be pretty damn good, and it really, really was. I don't know if... I don't know if From Software takes on this challenge unless it's, like, something they know that they're going to knock out yeah. of the park. Like, yeah, they could have made point. Sek- They could have made Sekiro 2. This is the, the, the same director who directed on Sekiro which was originally originally supposed to be a Tenchu game. And, like, they could have just made another Sekiro-style game, but the fact that they know that, like, no, we're going to go back to our roots because we have something to really show off here. I 
will never forgive Edge Magazine for giving Zone of the Enders the second runner a 40 out of 100, tanking its Metacritic score. Oh, wow. This is some Damn. bullshit, Damn. y'all. Got to the bullshit. bottom of it. That game was fucking awesome. Um, so, so final, th- final I, bet. Final, I'm going to say 84. I think it's going to get a lot of 8s and 9s. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. What? Well, I mean, yeah. I don't even know anything. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's the single player one. It's yeah. them going back, smaller scale. Um, oh, we just haven't seen anything outside of like yeah. yeah. Scenes, what so, did Assassin's yeah. Creed Syndicate get on Metacritic? A seventy six. Not yeah. high enough. Yeah, I I think that uh, it's going to be around there. I'm going seventy eight on this one. Greg's at a seventy nine. Barrett, was there an Assassin's Creed after Syndicate? Was that Origin? Those Origins. That was the okay. first big open world one. But this is going back. See, I would say I'm going eighty. Like I would, I would start looking at more of like in the uh, uh, Black Flag, uh, Assassin's Creed Three era of uh, scores there, because I think the way that they're talking about this one, it feels like it's going to be even smaller than like Syndicate became. You know, because even though Syndicate uh-huh. was more of the classical school, like the open world definitely became a bit bigger and more dense. Where I feel like they're going to start looking more at the designs that they had for the older uh, games. So Assassin's Creed 4, which a lot of people will put up there, is one of the best Assassin's Creed games ever. Yeah. 83 on Metacritic I from, think it from could PS4. Hit that. I think it could hit that. See, I don't. I Based off of current uh, Ubisoft and like this game starting off as an expansion for Valhalla and then turning it into its own thing, yeah. um, I, I don't know if it's going to be that special of a game. Like, I think this is going to be I, like I a, would argue. It, I, I would argue the opposite, where if they were thinking of this as an expansion for Valhalla at first and then maybe had a moment where they're like, Oh, this could be its own game. Like mm. they might have had that moment where, like, no, this is actually something more special than just an expansion for Valhalla. And the reason that they did that was because the main character money. is someone who, yeah, money. Uh, <laughs> but also uh, the idea for why it was an expansion at first was because the the main character in Mirage isn't a character that was introduced in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. So, Devil May Cry was originally Resident Evil Four. Wow. <laughs> I, also, I also don't know why I feel like uh, in sort of like this hindsight 2020 thing, I, th- I feel like if Metacritic existed back then and if we had this sort of same review um, mantra that we do, that, that we have nowadays, I feel like Black Flag would have scored a lot higher back then. So I don't really trust that Black Flag score. I mm. feel like the way it's talked about now, the way everybody talks about how Black Flag is the best Assassin's Creed, I feel like it's a higher rating than what? An 84, you said? Yeah, 84, yeah. Um, I mean, it was essentially like the best next-gen launch title. So I think that's another thing people remember fond memories of the game because it was tied sure. to the PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, I'm going to say this gets a a, a 79. I'm going to say 77. And it's going to have like 90% 8 out of 10s and the rest of it like a couple 7s and a couple 9s. I think it's also likely that it just doesn't come out because Ubisoft doesn't like uh, putting out games. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's another... Yeah. Well, next up, we're going to talk about Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Man, another I'm, Ubisoft game. I'm, we don't know shit. This one's a hard one to talk about. But like, I don't, It'll be out by the time we meet the Fire Tribes in Part yeah. 3. <laughs> I hope it's good. I think it has a chance of being good. Pandora's a dope-ass world. You can not like the movie or whatever, but like the idea of flying around that world's cool. But did Horizon already do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just having and that kind of like that. Lo- oh, it's not going to be as good as Horizon. I don't, I don't think. Can we or, agree that there's like zero chance this comes out in 2023? No, I think it does. I just feel like the fact that we haven't seen anything. I imagine there's been like issues and like, I look, 
We've talked about it a million times. Yeah. What the fuck is Ubisoft? What's going on at Ubisoft? You know, what's right. happening? What are they? What, what is happening? I'll start checking checking up on my friends at Ubisoft. I, I at don't... some point, I do think that like they're we're gonna the fiscal quarters and with Skull and Bones being moved and sure. stuff. I think that they're just in a shuffle spot right now that they're like, hey, let's just figure this out. Because Ubisoft is like ride or die E3. I can't imagine the game coming out or the game showing off at E3 and then coming out a couple months later. That seems like impossible to me. I mean, I think this game's further along than. Yeah, I think I think it's further along, and I think it's just I think it's just a lot smaller scale, right? That it's like it's not going to take them that much time. Remember, Assassin's Creed used to be annualized, and I think that it was like a. a uh, you think a, Avatar is a smaller, smaller scale? Or a smaller, no, sorry, I'm thinking of Assassin's Creed Mirage. For yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Yeah, I think Avatar's going to be a pretty, pretty, pretty big scale, but uh, that's going to be like the Star Wars scale, sort of. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be Star Wars. Yeah, I think scale. a little under that, but like, I mean, more close to that. If than I'm Mirage. James Cameron, I was like, this, like, no game made after my fucking movie, like, is gonna come out and be a seven out of ten. This well, game, except that mobile game. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I, I think that, that Frontiers of Pandora has the chance, has a chance to be a a s- surprise. But even having said that, like, Greg, Greg's at a seventy-six. I'm gonna go eighty-four. I'm going eighty. 82. Because, like, what, what you were saying, uh, Andy, earlier about something. Uh, I've seen a lot of bullshit. Uh, you were saying that uh, it's just fun to shoot things. Talking about Suicide Squad, sure. right? It's like just being, being just it being a shooter means it's going to be good enough. I think that Avatar, here's what I want to do. I take back my vote. I take back what take I said back. there. What <laughs> did what Outriders get? Mm. A bunch of, like, high sevens, low 80s. 73. Really? Yeah. Damn. God, that game's so much more fun. Yeah, yeah, the, the reviews are crazy. They zoned to the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, that throws me off. You know what? I stand with where I was. 84. Outriders fucking rules. I will say it's too high. What am I, Out, Outriders, what am I smoking? 81. Outriders has like the Stranger of Paradise dialogue thing going on, but that game is so much fun. You know, bring me down to a seventy-nine. I feel like a, I, I, I'm, I'm envisioning the, the um, Avatar from Two's Pandora Metacritic page. It's hard for me to like. You see the I, yellow. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't put green there for some reason. <laughs> that doesn't seem green to me. I, I get yellow vibes. I think you're a yellow like is actually a, the fuck like it. A, I'm, I'm committing. I'm sticking 84. You're like a fucking uh, like a psychic reader. Like doing like I'm not seeing greens. I'm, I'm seeing not, yellows. I'm seeing yellows on the I'm Avatar page. Is that yeah the the Avatar game that I pulled up, which is uh, James Cameron's uh, Avatar: The Game, different time on PS3. Um, on PS3 is a 59, and that was developed by Ubisoft. Different yeah. time, but lessons learned. So much? Lessons learned. <laughs> lessons learned, everybody. Final game, Lies of P. Oh, oh man. man, this is a tough one. It 90. is. I, I hope. I, I, I'm going with the shocker here. I'm going with the big old shocker, 76. Wow. I you think, think it's going to be a... Uh... I, I think this game is, is going to, and this is me, like, again, just setting my expectations super low in hopes that it blows me away. But I feel like it's going to come out and be like a lot of other really, really, really pretty Souls-likes that we've seen trailers for before and go, holy shit, this is the next coming of Christ. Um, I, I think of uh, Mortal Shell, which yeah. looked so impressive, and it came out and was like, eh, that's fine, 7 out of 10. And I feel like this game's going to have a lot of those vibes. See, uh, Mortal Shell is the exact place I went with it, and, and also games like The Surge, right? And The Surge, Metacritic, 73. Mortal Shell, Metacritic, 76. 
I, Eliza P for me has the secret sauce, which is Pinocchio. Right. <laughs> I love how you started laughing yeah. before you even said I know, it. I know. It was, it was a tough one to get out. But, like, come on, man. Jiminy Cricket's on, in the man. game. They got Jiminy Cricket, and he's probably going to be fucked up somehow. They got Geppetto. That's, I assume that's Geppetto. Yeah, it's Geppetto, my guy. yeah. Um, come on, man. Like, he's going to tell a lie. His nose I, is going to grow. Like this game's going to be a fucking masterpiece. For this game is literally just the your Michael's. No, your Michael Cerev impression. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, come, come on, man. man. Come on. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm dead, and I'm in space. <laughs> hey, man. They got Geppetto in the game. And you missed Blessing doing an impression of Michael Sarah as, Michael Sarah? as <laughs> uh, um, Isaac Clark from Dead Space. And uh, it, his, it was literally just, oh, man, I'm dead, and I'm in space. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, this game just uh, looks sick as hell, and I, I want know. it to be sick as hell. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm going 77. Amazing. You're fighting automatons. What are, where are you going, Bless? I'm going 86. Oh, I'm going 86. Wow. Little I, I mean, great. I love that. I, look, at, look at this boss right here. Yeah, look at how he's moving amazing. and how his, his hands are spinning and shit. Oh, wait, how good is Nero Automata? It does look like Nero Automata. Yeah, the yeah the fidelity on this. Looking at every trailer I've seen, it really does remind me of how wowed I get when I see the Atomic Hearts trailer or Atomic Heart trailer. Yeah. Like it has that level of this, this could be a thing. Yeah, this is like the latest version of this. I think it's running actually on Unreal Engine four, and it kind of reminded me a lot of Callisto Protocol running on Unreal Engine four, where it's like the last bastion of this engine. Mm. We are Squeezing fucking using every yeah. pe every piece of juice, every little bit of pulp. Remember when Mortal Shell tried to make deep action game a thing? This is a deep action RPG. Trying to like uh, use that instead of souls like really? I don't remember yeah. that. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> let us know in the comments below. Action. Do you remember that? <laughs> also, let us know if you thought that we were spot on or completely off about any of these guesses. Let your Metacritic predictions be known. I want to see all of them. Um I'm like argue said, with all y'all. Yeah. We'll take you all on, as Optimus Prime would say. Um, he also says, let them come, which I appreciate. Let, let them, them come. come. Um, so this has been fun. We're about to shoot a kind of feudy. We are. So you guys can go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny to see that. Who's the reigning champ, everybody? I'm the reigning champ. Am I going to continue that reign? I hope that I will. But we'll have to wait and see. Snowbike Mike will be joining us for this oh, one. God. It's going to be a lot God. of fun. Uh, but anyways, um, we are... One second, everybody. Hold let on, me on. Let me do some secret stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? If you're watching this, non-Patreon people, we're going to give you a little hint at what you're missing with Kind of Feudy. We're going to give you an episode of Kind of Feudy right now. <clears throat> Yo, what's up? You just finished listening to the Kind of Funny Games cast, but... To end this episode, we want to do something special. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, we have a show called Kind of Feudy, where I'm joined by Greg, Tim, and Andy, and I challenge them to trivia, where the answers are dictated by the audience. Just for this week, uh, we want to give you guys a free episode to listen to. If you want to check out more episodes of Kind of Feudy, along with a bunch of more Patreon content, you can head to patreon.com slash kind of funny and say that blessing sent you. Enjoy, and until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Feudy, the original trivia game, now trivia show hosted by yours truly. I'm joined today by Tim, Andy, and Greg. Contestants, are you ready? For yeah, kind of I would say that I'm ready, but first I just want to give a shout out. Look how good Greg Miller looks. He looks great. Long sleeve shirts, fantastic. You can get that at kindoffunny.com slash store. The new X-Cast long sleeve. What's the... 
emblazoning your arm, Greg. Those are X's for Xcast. Okay. KFX, oh, KFX, KFX, so cool. KFX. Yeah, of course, kind of it. cutie. He's drinking out of the championship. He's, he's doing it. Whoa! It's not waterproof. <laughs> the base is not waterproof. <laughs> she just pours out everywhere. Jesus I love Andy. the commitment <laughs> so much. It smells like a, it tastes like a little bit of soap because I, I watched it a little ago. The yeah. smell of an energy drink. It's oh, like such a what is what is the rock star energy smell? It, it's kind of like fumes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but what is it that causes the smell? Guarine, quantitine. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Guarine. 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 Yeah. Guarine sounds like a Pokemon. Carnitine. Sounds like a water Pokemon. Which one? Me? I need to talk to the mic more. I've been fucking up. Noob. Tim's talking to Mike. Tim's God, how much technique. is in the base? You're going to have to unscrew it. It's going to be so stuff. sticky. Yeah, you're going to have to watch this thing thoroughly. It's going to be really unfortunate. It looks like Gate Grill. If anybody else wins today, it's going to be unfortunate for Gate Grill is a great pull. That's a great pull. He's the vampire. He's a vampire wrestler, bless. He was a vampire that wrestled. He was a vampire, yeah. And people say wrestling isn't real. You know how there's a lot of the Japanese wrestlers that do the venom? Mm. Where they like yeah. spit out the the poison at people. Yeah. Um, recently, I don't remember exactly the details of this, but Shinsuke Nakamura mm-hmm. from uh, WWE mm-hmm. went to do some Japan show with uh, an icon over there that I'm unfamiliar with, and the icon is known for doing the whole spitting out the um, green mist, the, the, the mist, right? And Shinsuke locks up with him. Sucks it out of his mouth and then spits it back at him. Oh. And I'm like, it's pretty fucking cool, That's man. Cool. That's really cool. Yo, y'all just cool. kissing. They, they, no, they were kissing. They made it look good, too. Yeah. But he sucked that shit out and spit it back. I was like, oh, man, that was commitment. That's awesome. And you know what, COVID. guys? Worth the gift. Totally worth it. Well, there you go. Of course, Kind of Feudy, the rules are simple. I've surveyed over 1,200 members of the Kind of Funny audience on a number of prompts. Each round, I'm going to read to you a prompt, and we'll ask each of you which answer you think the Kind of Funny best friends gave the most. I've narrowed down to five answers per prompt. If you give a correct answer, the more popular the answer, the more points you'll receive. For example, I might ask you to name an incredible open-world RPG. If Greg says Skyrim, and it's number one, that'll net him 50 points. If Tim says The Witcher, and that's number two, that'll net him 40 points. If Andy says Fallout 3, and that's number three, I would that'll net him 30 points and so on and so forth it's round robin each player will get a max of two guesses per round last place goes first after the first round whoever gets the most points after five rounds wins contestants are you ready yeah, yeah. i'm ready Andy, how does it feel to have that trophy in front of you for the first Stole time from me it feels great yeah i mean i knew push a t so i mean that's all you need to know mm-hmm. got and, uh, that one last week greg knew Nicki minaj that was a lot of people argue it shouldn't have been defended since that wasn't a games kind of feud you know I think you were the one who said you wanted to defend it. <laughs> Despite it. And then at the end of it, you try to gaslight it as saying that you won. <laughs> like at the end and of it, I was so like, close. I was I like, was damn. So close to getting away with it. <laughs> I was like, Greg won. That sucks. And then, like, oh, I think it was Blessing and maybe Kevin, because I don't think Barrett was running. It, and they were like, wait, yeah. no, did. I was like, wait a second. This isn't right. And I, like, we look back at the score. Because like, I was no. like, how did Greg win? That's crazy. But I, I'd accepted it. And yeah. it wasn't real. This is our life. That's crazy. All right, round one. Name a game that would pop up if you Googled female protagonist. Name a game that would pop up if you Google searched female protagonist. For this one, I will accept franchise names. We're going to start off with the current champion, Andy Cortez. Tomb Raider. Andy says Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is our number one answer. That's going to get you 50 points. Next up, Tim Geddes. Horizon. Nice. Tim says Horizon. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. Yeah. That is our second most popular answer. Wow, That's going to get you 40 points. Wow, we. Greg Miller. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 
Craig says Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That is not on the list. Damn. If if I would have said Assassin's Creed, you you would have given it to me though, right? No, I wouldn't have. No. Oh uh, shit. Okay. There's no wow. no Assassin's Creed on the list. Oh okay. Well, uh, and we're back to Andy. Real deep roster, isn't it? Yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough. Um, well, this is going to be a weird one. Mirror's Edge? Andy says Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge is not on the list. Damn it. Tim Geddes. How much fire am I trying to put? Oni. Right <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with The Last of Us. Ah, that's oh, a good, good answer. Good answer. Tim says The Last of Us. I'm going to give it to you at 20 points. Last is part two. Good job. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Next up. Greg Miller. We have two options left, our 30-point option and our 10-point option. I feel like this is going to be one of those I'm going to miss, and then you'll give it to us, and we're all going to go, oh, that's good. That was great. That's great. <laughs> Greg's our final guest for this one. Shoot it. Take your shot. Life is strange. Greg says life is strange. Life is strange. Is not damn. On the that was list. a good one though. Yeah. Very good. Can guess. I guess one. My, Go my, my the one, the fiery, spicy one. I was gonna say because it's like accurate, but I'm not sure. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy not on the list. Damn. Was Portal on the list? Portal was not on the list. Whoa. This is a tough one. There's a lot of options for this one. At 30 points, you would have guessed Metroid. Oh, oh fucking yeah. excellent Jesus. answer. Yeah, Straightforward yeah. one. Jesus. At 10 points, Bayonetta. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. Bay of Forgetta is what Whoa. I said. Whoa. That's what I said during the Game Awards. Y'all should have been there, man. Damn, that was crazy. crazy. Uh, with that, Andy got 50 points with Tomb Raider. Tim got 40 points with Horizon. Tim also got 20 points with The Last is Part 2. Barrett, what's the score? Oh, yeah, Currently in it. third place is the man who tried to steal the win last time <laughs> is Greg Miller with zero points. Stop the steal, dude. <laughs> in second place is the solid, as always, Andy Cortez with 50 like points. Like a rock. Oh, they were playing in, the, <laughs> oh. in my uh, grocery store the other day. Wow! Uh, and then in first place, outside uh, out of the first round is Tim Motherfucking Gettys with sixty points. I can't believe you dox us like that. <laughs> what? That I go to a grocery store? <laughs> Everybody knows that that one grocery store plays like a rock. They're no They're no Oh, like a rock grocery. <laughs> <laughs> round number two. Name a game franchise that Blessing Adeoye Jr. loves. <laughs> Name a game franchise like that Blessing Adeoye Jr. loves. We're going to start off with Greg Miller. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> See how much he listens. This is basically Donkey like, Kong. Ah, oh, damn it. Greg says Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is the 10-point answer. Wow, that sucks. That shit. <laughs> Fucking brick town. (laughs) 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 Next up, Andy Cortez. Sekiro. Andy says Sekiro. Sekiro is not on the list. Fucking what? (laughs) Next up, we got Tim Ma fucking Gettys. Sonic the Hedgehog. Tim the Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic is our 50-point answer. (laughs) This fucking guy might win one, dude. Yes. He's on fire currently. Woo! Next up. What was the question again? <laughs> a franchise blessing. Franchise, we're, okay. we're back to Greg. Uh, name a game franchise that Blessing at AOA Jr. loves. I'm torn by two game franchises I also think could not even be on the list. Yeah, there are definitely games you like. You know what I mean? That you love even. Loves them. 
I'm going to say FIFA. Greg says FIFA. FIFA, not on yeah, the list. Yeah, yeah, I like where your head was at there, though. You really Come, come back to me the other one. When we're it's all done. We're back to Andy. It's the wording, but I'm going to say it anyway, Bloodborne. Andy says Bloodborne. Bloodborne is not on the list. What? It, who? Is that uh, a franchise? How? What? But that's like, uh, I mean, it's just wording. Like, whenever pe- people were like, what's Tim's favorite game? And, like, people just, like, entered in the things that he played recently instead of the stuff he thought that would have sure. been on the list. You know what I mean? How? 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 Every how game indeed. that gets mentioned on Gamescast, me and Blessing go, it's not as good as a Souls or a Bloodborne game or a Sekudo game, you know? Tim, you're our final answer. Now, here's the thing. I, I don't necessarily associate the franchise with you, but I know that your number one game of all time is Breath of the Wild. So I'm going to say Zelda. Tim says Zelda. Zelda is not Fuck. on the list. I, I was torn. I wanted to say Guilty Gear. Mm, guilt, I mean, Guilty Gear also not on the list. But what, I, are you, for Andy's line of reasoning, are you doing like a Soulsborne? Is there like, is there, is there, there wasn't any Soulsy thing. Okay, on okay, okay. But I will say, more people wrote in with Dark Souls than they did either GTA or Metal Gear, which mm-hmm. pissed me off. Mm. I'm like, y'all don't know me because I never played, I, I never, I'm not beaten a Dark Souls game, right? I'm not like a big Dark Souls person. I do love Bloodborne. I do love Sekiro. I do love, love Elden Ring. I think that's, I feel like um, Metal Gear and GTA I talk about all the time. Apex on there? Apex isn't on here. I on think that's Overwatch. the umbrella of like the fact that Elden Ring and Bloodborne are games you always talk about, and those are like Souls games. Yeah, like solo games. Uh, Persona written so Persona was the 40-point answer. That was yeah. the second most popular yeah. answer. The third most popular answer, Nier. Oh, Nier. Okay. The fourth most popular answer, the 20-point answer, Street Fighter. Yeah. Which is interesting, because I feel like I've only really talked about the new one. I'm not a big yeah. Street Fighter person historically. I would I would have expected better from you, audience. Damn, I would have expected better. I get it. You suck. Got to think that way. With that, that way. Tim got fifty points with Sonic. Greg got ten points with Donkey Kong. Barrett, what's the score? Greg (laughs) is still in last place with now ten points. He's on the board. (laughs) Andy is still in second place, still with fifty points, and. Getting a little bit of space between him and second place is Tim motherfucking Gettys in first it. place with 110 points. This might be one of those rare episodes where first place runs away with Wait. it. Because Tim is far ahead right now. Hell yeah. As we roll in. But he usually fucks it up. Let's see if he does it this time. <laughs> As we roll into round number three, name a PS2 game that might move a player to tears. Name a PS2 game that might move a player to tears. Greg Miller, PlayStation podcast host. Thank you very much. Metal Gear Solid 3. Greg says Metal Gear Solid 3. Metal Gear Solid 3 is our 20-point answer. What the fuck? Next up, Andy Cortez. The boss? The lilies? That final boss fight? Eco. Andy says Eco. One of my favorite games. Eco, not on the list. You don't know shit. Actually, 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 that is a mistake. Eco is our 10-point answer. 10-point answer. Oh, shit. Hey. (laughs) Next up, Tim Geddes. Final Fantasy X. Tim says Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X is our 40-point answer. Wow. That game makes you cry? Final Fantasy X? Yeah. And Dude, the ending? 100%. I never got there. Nobody beat that game. <laughs> Nobody beat that game. <laughs> yeah, they, they story, were all tuned dude. to Blitzball. Come the fuck on. Greg Miller, we're back to you. Oh Name God. a PS2 game that might move a player to tears. Yeah. <laughs> 
NBA Live 03. Smugglers <laughs> <laughs> Run. <laughs> Phantom Edition. <laughs> uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Greg says Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus is our 50-point answer. Wow, really? That's our number one answer. I'm, it should be on the list, but like, number one, wow. Andy Cortez. At this point, it's just it's name a PS2 game. And just, that's not here right now. There's oh. one option left at 30 <laughs> points. Oh, name no. a PS2 game that might move a player to tears. Oh, God. Interpret it the other way and, and name it the worst game you can think of because it was so bad. I spent $50 on this. <gasps> um, I'm going to just say Metal Gear Solid 2. Andy says Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 2. Is not on the list. Tim, ma, fucking get is your final answer. Kingdom Hearts. Tim says Kingdom Hearts. Good. Kingdom Hearts is our thirty-point answer. Yes. Wow. This guy can't be stopped right now. Yeah, wow. Tim is on fire. Wow. Tim is on fire right now. Right now, uh, <laughs> Andy, here's your sticky fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Andy got ten points with Eco. Greg got twenty points with Metal Gear Solid Three. Tim got thirty points with uh, Kingdom Hearts, and I would have taken one or two for that one. Tim got forty more points with Final Fantasy Ten. Greg got fifty points with Shadow of Colossus. Barrett, what's the score? Right now, the Texas Tree is in last place with sixty points. Getting ahead of him Dunk. is Greg <laughs> Miller with eighty points, and. Getting far in the lead. It's his day. How will he fuck it up? Is Tim motherfucking Gettys with 180 points. Wow. Oh, yeah. Damn, I've not seen a lead like this. I love it. Since 2022. This. <laughs> Wild. As we go into round four. Now, uh, Tim, I was talking shit about you the mm -hmm. other day. Mm -hmm. And I regret it now because you're dominating right now. But yeah. I was like, why don't me, like, why are Tim and I from Gamescast not invited to all these fantasy critics? And I was like, you know what? Because Tim never votes smartly. Tim always goes for the creative answer, and it always ends up fucking you. Constantly. But right now, you're going with the smart answers. Sometimes they could be both, Andy. They could be both. I Tim's mean, locked in. I'm locked right in. now, he's locked the fuck in. After yeah. weeks and weeks of, of learning. Where's this been? <laughs> I, think, I think it's just been him taking, it, taking all of it in, right? Like learning from Greg, learning from Andy, learning from Snowbike Mike. And now it's all, it's all coming into fruition. Out of the straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Name a type of animal you can play as in Diddy Kong Racing. Name a type of animal <laughs> you can play as in Diddy Kong Racing. Because of a tie, there are two 30-point answers huh. for six possible answers for That's this cute. one. We're going to start off with Andy Cortez. Monkey. Are we back to this? <laughs> little five of the age bullshit. <laughs> Andy says monkey. That is our number one answer. It always, on here is ape, but I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. give you monkey. Damn, I was really hoping you were gonna say that's no. That's the of the ape. You were gonna say no, and I was gonna say <laughs> ape. I was gonna need to follow up with ape. Next up, we got Greg Miller. Bird. Greg says bird. Bird is not on the list. <laughs> bird. <laughs> there was a confidence there that I believed. It. I yeah. was like, I don't know, man. Kazooie's <laughs> got a bird. Maybe this one does too. <laughs> I was, I was like, are you going for like an like a category of animal? Hoping that like, oh, maybe there's a chicken in there yeah. <laughs> or a rooster. I don't know. <laughs> Tim Gettys. Elephant. Tim says elephant. Elephant is not on the list. We're back to Andy. I'm Tim, have you played Diddy Kong Race? I, I'm not a Diddy Kong Race oh, guy. No. This okay, is my snowbike Mike moment of saying, Tim, you left the door open for me. Tiger. 
Andy He's leaving the door open. Said dude. Tiger. Don't let me stay good. <laughs> Tiger is one of our thirty point answers. Damn it. <laughs> and we're back to Greg. Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go worm. <laughs> Greg says alligator. You know what, Greg? I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah. Crocodile. I see. I was hoping if a monkey and ape worked out there, I get that. It's actually not King K. Rool. It's like uh, Kremlins, whatever. Yeah, he looks like a Kremlin. I don't know if he's actually associated with them. I think he's just... <laughs> we don't know the lore details. So yeah. We can't, yeah. We can't, uh, I think he just happens, he happens to be a crocodile. Cro- all crocodiles aren't part of that gang, Tim, is the yeah, whole thing I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what point answer was that? Uh, that was the 10-point answer. Chump <laughs> change every time. You know? uh, Tim, you're our final answer. Penguin? Tim says penguin. Penguin, not on the list. At 20 points, you would have guessed... Squirrel, because you remember, Conquer is playable. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember that. All badass. At 30 points, you would have guessed <laughs> Bear, because remember, Banjo is playable. Mm-hmm. Not at, the bird, though. Yeah, no, apparently not. <laughs> not yeah, the bird. Yeah, yeah. Not the bird. At 40 points, you would have guessed a turtle, because people like that turtle, I guess. Yeah. I, don't even know I love the tiger. I always use a tiger. the tiger. Yeah, the tiger was really cool. That game's incredible. God, Diddy Kong Race. I, I was playing on my on my Steam Deck allegedly, and I, that still holds up. Is one of my favorite cards. I accidentally. Did, I think it's better than Mario Kart. I accidentally deleted my aunt's save file back in the day. Oh no, she was not happy. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I don't know what this console is. <laughs> deleted save files like the whole game beat. I felt so bad, dude. How how old was your was your aunt at the time? Uh, my my tia was always the gamer. When I was like mm-hmm. five years old, six years old, she was playing. She was showing me a Zelda. Was she was like maybe thirty five or forty. <sighs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, with that, Greg got ten points with Crocodile. Uh, Andy got thirty points with Tiger. Andy also got fifty points with Ape. Barrett, Animated. what's the score? Right now, Greg Miller is uh, you know still in the chump change down there in <laughs> third place with ninety points. In second place, catching up with his little legs. Andy Cortez with 140 points. Right ahead of him is Tim Geddes with 180 points in first oh, place. Wow. It's a close one. I see the light. I, game. I see the light in the gap of the door. The lights in the gap of the door. The door left open, dude. You got to lock that shit. <laughs> round number five. Final round. Our final round. Woo! Name a game where you can slow down time. Name a game where you can slow down time. Greg Miller. Max Payne. Rex is Max Payne. Max Payne is our number one answer. That's going to get you Not 50 points. I believe that's going to tie you up with Andy Cortez. Damn. Next up, Andy <laughs> Cortez. Fuck. <like> <laughs> <laughs> Andy, name a game where you can slow down time. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Andy says Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Prince of Persia is our 40-point answer. Fuck. Tim... <laughs> Gettys. Oh God! Sure, Tim's feeling the breath on his on his on the back of his neck right now. I hate this. The pressure's on. I'm blanking so hard. I'm gonna go Zelda. Tim, if you need a specific one, I can give you it. I don't need a specific one because Zelda is not on the list. And we're back to Greg to give people context of where the scores are right now. I believe Andy did tie up with Tim with that answer. Well, that, of is of Persia. that is correct. <laughs> no. So the pressure's on in this final round. Greg Miller, name a game where you can slow down time. Do you have a pick? I'm trying blanking on the name. I'm trying to think of it. I can't. I'm having a lot of trouble with it right now. Oh. 
Ooh. Yo, Tim and I were on the same wavelength. Maybe. Like, right at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I think I got one. Greg is thinking. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Because there's so many ones where you do little things. Like, I can think of, like, oh, you upgrade this thing, you get extra yeah. time. But I'm like, that doesn't count, right? So yeah. that's not what they want. That's where my head was at with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Not really, but. I mean, I, yeah, it's. Mm. I, can I don't see the uh, game. I can see the words. I just don't know what it's called. And it's here's called. what I would like to do. I would like to respectfully pass since I can't win. And then I'd like Andy to tell me what he's thinking. What, and I will try to help you to beat Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wow. wow. You're thinking of what now? What? Okay, can we get a little boom, boom, boom as I'm talking? Boom, 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 boom. This is incredible. I've never seen anything like this in the history of Kind of Feedy, ladies and gentlemen. This worked out so fucking well. And I don't know if it'll be there. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. so. What I'm going to say is, um, because it's kind of like one of the... I'm just giving you my rationalization. This isn't like an ability. It just does it. And I'm hoping... I'm giving... I'm putting my faith in the people. Final Fantasy. Oh, Andy... That was that's not what we discussed, but off <laughs> mic, I want you to know no. that's not. Andy says Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is not on the list. Tim, you're our final guess. Tim, do you want to talk with me? Can you guess it for the win? You have three options here. There's a 30-point yeah. option, the 20-point option, the 10-point option. Any of them will get you the win right here. If you don't guess I right, need, I you're going to get a 10. And, and this might be the 10. I don't expect it to be the 20 or 30, but I'm going to go with super hot. Nice. Nice. Tim. That's good. Guess is super hot. Super hot is our 20-point answer. Yes! No! Yes! Was that the one you were thinking, Barrett? I was thinking Fallout. That's Fallout. That's, oh. yeah. So to give a breakdown, right? Because at 10 points, we would have guessed Quantum Break. Ah! <laughs> oh, no, I still would have lost. You still would have lost. That was what he couldn't remember, and that's what I gave him. Hilarious. I still would have lost. At 30 Fuck. points, you would have guessed Bayonetta. Oh, Which yeah. I feel like that's you know sure. that sure. that's not as much on, on our radar. That was how but many it's points? A good, good answer. That was our thirty point answer. Was Bayonetta? Um, I did have a tiebreaker ready in case there was a tie with our um, sixth answer, seventh answer, and eighth answer. And our sixth answer was Red Dead Redemption, uh, both sure. one and two. Sure, sure, sure. For sure, slowing sure. down time. Our seventh answer, God of War, for slowing down time. Oh yeah, the original games, the uh, yep. original trilogy. Yep. And then our eighth answer was Fallout 3 slash 4 for the VAT system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that, Greg got 50 points with Max Payne. Andy got 40 points with Prince of Persia. Tim got 20 points with Super Hot. Barrett, what's the final score? The final score for this uh, incredible episode of Kind of Feudy. Greg came in one. third place with 140 points, caught up as much as he could. Thank you. Someone who almost tied it and almost took the win but choked as he usually does is Andy Cortez with 180 points, but today's Can we get the champion one? Can we get the one is Tim motherfucking Gaddies with 200 points. Smells like guarine. I was gonna say, how does it feel to hold it? Is it sticky? <laughs> Real sticky, everybody. But it feels good. Thank you all. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Blessing. That's been Tim. That's been Andy. That's been Greg. And it's been another episode of Kind of Feudy. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Well, Rana. Well, Rana.